This podcast is fueled by Busy Coffee. Coffee for busy people. Today is May 26th. We have Sydney Monroe on the podcast today. Decky Mollett, how are we? Ooh, we're doing great, Andy Longsleeve. Having an absolute blast. But yes, Sydney Monroe on the podcast today. She's an absolute hoot host of, uh, forget what radio show it is, but it's the iHeart. She's part of iHeart Radio in the Twin Cities. And she has a segment with Dave Ryan on Monday mornings. Yes, and we get into all of that and all of her story. She's just absolutely phenomenal. We have this hilarious conversation about how much we miss the bars and how much pre-games might actually just take over the bars um something there lots of controversy uh definitely like an hour into the podcast you guys will love it but anyways we probably should address the fact that uh i fucked up the audio do i gotta say that i gotta say it. that's my fault uh yes it's your fault however you know we got a big time upgrade we have new software new laptop and we're just trying we overdid it this time without any practice right yeah it was kind of our first run um so the audio is a little different than what you're hearing right now, but it's not the end of the world. It's still clear and concise conversation. You guys are going to absolutely love it. And yes, we are live streaming everywhere now with this new laptop, and we are very stoked about it. But enough about us and more of Sydney Monroe. We got to stop talking about ourselves on <laughs> our own podcast here. Right. We're, God we're, damn it. We're talking behind the scenes a little bit, and you're behind the scenes with iHeart. I am, yes. And you have your own segment with uh, Dave Ryan. Correct, yeah. Uh, which is killer. <laughs> um, how'd you get involved with that? Like, what was the process like? Um, so, starting off with iHeart, I'm from Chicago originally. Okay. Um, what part? So, um, like this, okay, so I said Chicago, but I'm definitely not from the city. I'm from Mount Prospect, which is northwest suburb. Okay, so you're, like, more Chicago than I am, because I'm, like, low-key, like, in the in the farm town, but Ooh. like I still, I still claim Chicago. Oh, yeah. Because have to. I feel like if I say like I'm from Illinois, people are like, oh, so you're from Chicago. And then I'm not. But then if I say I'm from Chicago, they're like, are you really from the city? So it goes both ways. Right. So I'll just say I'm from Chicago, but I am from the suburbs, um, from a little farm town called Minucca. Yeah. But okay. I was living there um, with my parents and I was kind of like up in the air with what I wanted to do with life. Um, and I randomly decided to move to Minneapolis. Uh, I visited like two times, never visited the U, like, Never had a college tour or anything, um, and I applied, and I'm like, let's just go for it. So I was here for, like, three, four months, um, and then a girl DM'd me on Instagram who had followed me, and she was like, hey, like, I've been following you. Like, I think iHeart would be a great fit for you. Like, go ahead and apply. So I was like, okay, what do I have to lose? So I applied, and I walked in for my interview, and I walked out with a job. So, I mean, it worked out really well, but it wasn't, like, the forefront of what I wanted to do. Right. Whoa. Yeah. What was the position that you were applying for? Um, a promotions assistant. Okay. So it's like under our promotions director and our promotions director's job is to communicate with like, um, the concert venues and like get tickets and organize contests like on air with KDWB and cities, um, and like online contests as well. So I work under her and I like do like the stuff online, um, like updating the website, social media, I'll go to events. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, oversee our street team. So, like, if you go to, like, the X or Target Center and people have, like, those big posters and they're, like, win upgrades, like, here. Um, I'm, like, in charge of those upgrades. So, very, like, low-key, but still really cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, how old were you when you uh, decided to just drop ship and come to Minneapolis? Um, 20. I was 20 and I turned 21 here. Okay. Um, But I kind of dropped ship at 18. 
Um, so when I was in high school, I was like, college is, to me, at the time, was like, I'm going to be a sorority girl. Like, that was what college stood as for me, I guess, which is sure. so backwards. Cause, like, Same with millions of other girls around the country. Right? Like, it's like the sorority, like, four years, let's go party, make friends, like, whatever. Um, so I actually was, like, dead set on going to the University of Alabama. Um, classic. That's, that's the classic move, like, the football, the sororities, like, what more could you want? Um, and I had, like, paid my deposit, had a roommate, I was ready to go, and then, like, last night, I'm like, there has to be more to life than what I'm doing. Um, so Whoa. I actually backpacked, um, for a year when I was 18. And okay, then so from you, there... You, you decided not to go to Alabama? Correct. I took a gap year. Yeah, I took a gap Sweet. year. Yeah, so Okay, I, wait a second, though. I yeah. want to know, was there, like, a moment where you're like, okay, I'm not going to Alabama to join a sorority? Either. Yeah, I was, like, laying in bed one night. It was, like, approaching graduation, and I'm like, I don't... This isn't what I want, I don't think. I don't know, it was like a weird epiphany. Like, nothing happened, and, like, no one talked to me about it. I was just like, this can't, this can't be it. <laughs> Sweet. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. That fucking rocks. I guess, yeah. And did you have, like, the kind of inclination that the gap year was the move? Instead of, like, applying to a different school, you were like, um, I'd rather, you know, spend this time traveling and seeing the world. Right, definitely. I was already a year ahead in school. Um, I finished my freshman year of college while I was uh, in high school, so I was, like, ahead of the game. Um, so I figured, like, a gap year can't hurt me. Um, so, yeah, I just, I guess I went for it, but, yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good for you. So, where'd you go? Yeah, where'd you go? I went to Thailand for three months. Oh, hell And then yeah. I went to Cambodia for a month, and then I went to South Africa for three months, and then I went to Nicaragua for three months. So, it definitely changed my perspective on everything, and that's, I feel like, where the chaos, like, unfolded, was, like, when I was 18. Because, mm -hmm. okay. like, when you go and have those experiences, and, like, you're meeting people of different cultures, and you're living in different cultures, it's just, like... Everything that was, like, once in, like, a book or something, you know, like, where you read about it and you see about it online is, like, your reality. And then, like, the world isn't as big as I thought. Um, and then it just, like, altered my perspective on literally everything. Mm, interesting. Yeah. What was, like, okay, so three months in Thailand, that's, you just did, like, a southeast tour. Oh, which is <laughs> three months in Thailand was the hardest three months of my life. At that point, I'm, like... All right, maybe I have made a mistake. I I had to get stitches. I had malaria. I lived on a farm. Like, no shit. I was like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know if this is it. But I look looking back on it now, I did grow, you know, so much from that. So like, I in the in the moment, I didn't really see like what I got myself into. But right. looking back on it now, like all those moments like shaped me to like where I'm at now. Sure, oh, absolutely. I guess, yeah. So, like, logistically, then, where did you, uh, like, how did you plan this trip to, to start in Thailand? Um, I went through, like, an organization, Got so it. it was 50 kids, 18 to 23, um, and okay. they, like, broke you off into groups of six, and then you, they paired you with a host family. Killer. And then, oh, that's awesome. So, it was, like, you had to be friends with them, like, it was, like, kind of like a family, like, you can't pick your family, but you can pick your friends, so mm -hmm. you had to get along with them, yeah. That is gnarly. So yeah. you did that for a whole year. Was there, like, okay, so and you're they changed you up locations. Same program, or, like, overarching organization. Right. And just in different locations. Correct, yeah. So they just move you, they fly you, you know, one way to the country, and then you keep going until the end. Yeah, but that, what I think, was, like, the turning point for me, because, like I said, like, the world didn't seem so small anymore. Um, so when I came home, I was like, I don't know even what to do anymore. Like, now I just travel the world, haven't gone to college, like, nothing made sense. 
Right. Um, so it was, like, a lot of, like, self, like, discovery, I guess. Oh, like, yeah. Like, prophetic almost. Like, <laughs> where can I go with this? Right. Um, so I, then I took, like, a semester off, and I literally just sat at my parents' house. <laughs> and I was like, guys, I don't know. Yeah, so, and then I came here, so. What, what was, uh, what was kind of your draw to... Minneapolis. <laughs> That's such a good question. There was absolutely no draw. I was like, I kind of decided like, you know, college is like the way to go. Like I can get a degree and then from there I can do anything, you know, I guess that's like the mentality. But there was nothing specific about Minneapolis. I had visited Stillwater with a friend like two or three times, had gone to campus once, but never did like an official tour. I was just on campus. Um, so I had applied here and then I applied to Ohio State, which I had visited. Um, and I had friends there, so then in my head I'm like, I knew myself, like, I'm all about being comfortable, or well, I was. So I knew if I went there, I'd just go into being comfortable, um, mm -hmm. and I didn't know anyone here on this campus, so I applied and got in, and I literally found out, like, two weeks before classes started, like, it was really, really last minute, and I packed my car myself, my parents didn't come with me, and I just, I moved up here. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Where did you find, like, this, like, sense of independence you know I don't know it like it, I feel like it just grew on me sure almost like after having those experiences around the world um and just like meeting I feel like I had like a lot of conversations with people or like just paths that I crossed mm -hmm. um and everybody's stories like kind of rubbed off on me um so then I just like turned it into my own like what can I learn from this how can I grow from this and then yeah I just was like you know, I can do anything I put my mind to. Like, yeah. I mean, I already backpacked the world at 18. Like, I'm getting malaria. I'm getting, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, random stuff. I'm like, 100%. America's, like, not scary anymore. Like, my family's now six hours away. Like, if I need anything, they're there. And oh, I'm, so they moved up to Minneapolis. No, they're still um, Ill oh, in they're Illinois, they're yeah. There. But, like, being overseas is, like, challenging because, like, they couldn't get to me when anything happened. And it was like, this is on me now. So, mm -hmm. I guess, like, being back in America, it's comfortable but uncomfortable. Yeah. That's so gnarly. That's yeah. so cool. I'm very, like, I'm just very impressed by this whole, <laughs> this whole journey so far. Like, it's very, it's very interesting to me. It's, like, all, I have never had, like, a rhyme or reason or a path of anything that I do. Like, I feel like I am just, I, like, get an idea in my head and I'm like, I can do it, or I don't do it, or I get another idea, or I snowball. Like, mm -hmm. I literally don't have a rhyme or reason to anything, so... It's very hard to plan for the future because <laughs> just so all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. You'd, I don't think you. Uh, planning for the future is very like. I don't know. It's it's tough to do and not become extremely anxious doing it. No, so true. That's why I like don't. I don't think about it. Like, I just try to be where my feet are. I mean, I feel like that's like kind of what I'm working on, I guess, is, like, I do look forward to the next steps and the next parts of my story and the next journey that I sometimes do miss out on, like, you know, where my feet are, um, but I have to, like, ground myself in that because I don't want to miss out, you know, what's right here. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. That's crazy because, like, Marcus, you went across the freaking country. I mean, you were from Maine and now you're here, which is, so, like, do you... Do That's you, a haul. Yeah, no. Yeah. Did you ever have, like, inklings of wanting to backpack or anything? Because you, you, you did, like, one semester in college already, right? Yeah, I never had an inkling of, like, wanting to backpack anywhere. So, like, <laughs> I was from where uh, I was staying. So I was only, like, an hour away from where I grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so for me, it was just, like, I know the area. Um, I'm familiar with it. And I never really wanted to go 
out and like sure. backpack. Sure. I also didn't have friends that wanted to do it either, which is just kind of like if you don't have somebody to go with. I'm not the kind of person who just wants to like go and do it by himself. Right. So I guess it depends on the person, but right. I personally didn't. How's everything going on our stream side? Are we are we <laughs> dialed in on the audio side? All right. So it is apparent now that the audio is kind of messed up. So Marcus and Declan are going to talk for the next minute. And it's not worth any of you guys listening to that. So what we're gonna do is play some really nice funky sax over their nice conversation that means absolutely nothing to you guys. But the sax is great. Enjoy. I'm trying. Um, I think I found up from. So I think the thing that I found is that we see like having our audio input coming through the desktop audio. That's how you kind of set up with like the mono. Yeah. But we're not getting that on. So, so I'm trying my best to fix it. On the OBS? Yeah. So I'm capturing all the where it's at. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have somewhere anywhere else. <laughs> no, I, I entered, sorry, keep that. I truly believe that the summer in Minnesota and Wisconsin, you can just tag it with the Freedom Tour and just have yeah. the blast of a, of, a, of, a, of a year. Yeah, definitely superior, yeah. 100%. Very superior. Yeah. I went into full hysteria mode when I saw Marcus looking to turn off the audio. I was like, holy fuck, he's really going through every single different type of fix here but we're we good? we're good we're we're good we're back yeah, no worries we were we're, actually <laughs> we were always here oh perfect yeah so so don't worry we were we were perfect. always here right um okay so cambodia i, I i'm still fascinated yeah. Yeah. because Time, just to give you cambodia. a little bit of background like yeah enough about me but I, I just traveled i just got back from thailand in january but then oh, heck yeah. my sister just graduated high school mm-hmm. and she wants to go uh god i've talked about this on three podcasts already but she wants to or she's going to see you boulder freshman year but i'm i told her if they cancel or if they don't let you show up to see you boulder to like just say be a college student in boulder mm-hmm. and you're still playing paying like 20 grand take a gap year and go backpacking. Oh, 100%. <laughs> right? I am going to back you up on that. Like, if they're, if those classes are online, like, well, I kind of encourage it anyway, like, regardless, like, in-person, online, I feel like that 18-year-old, like, because you've been in your hometown your whole life, you've been with your parents your whole life, you've been in a bubble of being comfortable your whole life, like, I feel like every 18-year-old should take a gap year. But that's just me. I don't know. I feel like I grew so much in that year. Like, if I would have went to Alabama and... <laughs> Imagine me in a sorority now. I'm like, <laughs> that would have been a joke and a half. Like, no offense to sorority girls or anything right. of that nature. Like, if you have fun, you have fun. But that just isn't me. And I feel like it was going to be me because that's what I knew. That's what my friends were doing. Like, that's what would have been comfortable. Right. And I feel like my life would have been fairly miserable. You know, it would have been miserable. Like, if I hadn't had those experiences. miserable. Yeah, it would have been just, it would have been average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, shit. Embrace your average. I, I mean, I'm all about that, but there's just more. There's just mm. more out there. Agreed. Agreed. I want to totally beat the agreed. average. Yeah. Yeah. A- average is a trigger word for us, but oh, for okay. a totally different reason. I'll yeah. jot that one down. Yeah. Yeah. No more. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, that's super gnarly. I just think... Oh, sorry, Andrew. I would love to unpack maybe, like, one of the stops that you took abroad. If you have, like, a story in maybe Nicaragua or Cambodia that you were just like... this When people ask... How was the trip? This is what I love to share. And that question is like literally this. I mean, I did this four years ago and every time someone asks me that my answer changes because every place I went and every family I was with, I, I just learned and grew so much. Mm -hmm. Um, and so many cool things happened. I don't know. Are like, are you looking for like, 
chaos or like Ooh, chaos. Like, I like uh, chaos. Chaos. Yeah, chaos well, is great. I, I mean, like being overseas is it's not the safest, you know. Um, and in South Africa, I think that was probably where I had like my scariest encounters. Um, we had been working in um, like a community, like um, and they had like a big like pavilion. And the kids would come and like they'd eat and they'd play sports and stuff. And the instructor of the program had like told me like you know don't go out by yourself um like take a buddy with you and I was like they're like 16 year old kids you know like what are they gonna do um I shouldn't have done that I, <laughs> I went out there and I was like I'm gonna play soccer and they took advantage of that and they actually like cornered me um and then they pulled a knife I'm like huh okay I'm, I'm like this is sick like I'm about 5'3 like <laughs> completely defenseless like it was just me myself and I. I'm like I'm like, guys, like, hi, I don't have anything, like, take the ball, like, yeah. let's go play soccer. I'm but here to have fun. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I had to, like, talk myself out of that one, but it was, like, kind of like one of those instances where it's, like, you hear about it happening, and then it happens, and you're like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> where do I go from here? So I guess that was my most chaotic story. Yeah. yeah. No, that but so a lot of that stuff, like, happens a lot, but it's just kind of, like, what you take with it and what you do with it. Like, right. I could have either let that scare me and, like, been miserable the rest of my trip or been like terrified but like hey it happened like it's not an all the time thing this this is no it only happens when you put yourself in those situations or (laughs) or just like randomly they come towards you like you didn't want to be in that no but like it 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 happens like uh, yeah i don't Mm. know i didn't want to define my experience yeah right yeah i totally get it do you think i mean we were giving you shit off air about this but like the, uh, like, you're still in college. Like, you're seventh year now. Oh, I surely you're am. I think I might be in college, like, until I'm 30. For the rest of the time. Maybe. I might. We'll see. <laughs> Knowing kind of, like, what you've done, though, and how you've kind of paved your path to Minneapolis even is very cool and impressive and very unique. Um, do you think you even need college at this point? Or is it more of just, like, a... <laughs> just like a piece of paper that helps you get it, it it's a it's a good safety net to have a degree no obviously. absolutely yeah so you know working like in the music industry radio industry um i've like dabbled in like youtube and tiktok management like oh, just really? like yeah like industries like that um i've come to find out that it's like all about who you know and like what experiences you have like it's really not that piece of paper um and i have had great experiences and i've met great people um, but I'm, like, already, like, too far in the college hole to, like, kind of back out. Oh, um, sure. So, like, I am doing my thing and, like, gaining experience and still meeting those people while going through school. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say I need it, but, like, I already started it. So, like, if I started it, I might as well just finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I am going to take my time and just ride it out. Like, I'm loving working at iHeart, um, and I'm, you know, I'm happy where I'm at, so... School will be finished when it's finished. Like, I feel like I'm only 23, so I have years and years to go. And I'm, like, watching people I, like, you know, like, grew up with at home, and they're, like, going to college, and they get their degree, and they're going straight home to their parents' house. Again, not a bad thing, but just, I love my parents, but, like, (laughs) after what I've done, I just can't, I can't go back home, you know? So, Uh I just am trying to embrace whatever I can do, and whoever I can do it with, and wherever I'm at, and... I'll get the piece of paper when I get the piece of paper. Like, it's not the end-all, be-all. So, my friends like to joke about me being in school, you know, for so long. And, like, I'm 23, and all my friends are like, 
20, 21. Because, like, when I started college, like, that was, those were the kids I was, like, with. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it's fun to joke about, but, yeah, I'm content. Like, I don't care if anybody says, like, you've been in college forever, you need to hurry up. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, what's the hurry? <laughs> right, honestly. there's no rush. Yeah. It's, yeah, no, it's, it's a great point. I, what's it like working at iHeart, though? Because they're very, they're very progressive with, like, their content and how they handle. Yeah their whole operation like it's yeah. not just like what people think of just as like radio no definitely so i work for kdwb and cities um in their promotional department um and i love it like i could not ask for anything more in a job and i couldn't ask to work with better people um i'm very like fortunate in the fact that we do have an office building um so it is like a desk job but everyone who works there like i feel like knows each other pretty well so it like gives like that family aspect I guess like I'm I would say I'm like good friends with my coworkers. um if they're listening to this and they disagree my feelings might be hurt a little bit but I consider myself to be good friends with them um so it just makes it so much more fun like I feel like you have to have a good relationship with the people you're working with because if not then you're not really doing anything you're just like doing it to do it it would be nice to be friends with the people you'd see oh, eight hours a day absolutely I think that's a really good point on your end yeah <laughs> I have I have so much fun like I I couldn't imagine doing anything else, but currently furloughed, so... <laughs> they furloughed yeah. you. Yeah, they did. Oh, it was, like, shit. furloughed from, like, I don't know when this started, like, April 4th for, like, 90 days. Oh, damn. Yeah, but, like, without concerts coming back, I, I, I don't really know. <laughs> the future is, like, kind of up in the air, but it's been fun while it's lasting. <laughs> okay, this is... So what would you do, like... What is the industry, or what would you do to survive, right? Like, obviously, your furlough is one thing, and yeah. you can go back to iHeart and concerts and everything, but, like, say you're just in one moment in time, you, and none of those things are attached to you. Right. What is an industry, or what would you want to do to get into now to set yourself up for the next 10, 20 years? You know, something? I love the social media industry, which is just, like, people very, very much so, I feel like, underestimate it. Um, but I, like, before I started all of this, I was working with, like, YouTube and Musical.ly and, like, stuff like that. Um, and oh, I would Musical.ly? Love... So Musical.ly? before TikTok? <laughs> oh. Yeah, the OG. Wow, that was a sweet brag. That was a sweet yeah. brag that, like, you were on it before it was even called Yeah. No, it's, like, I still, like, sometimes slip up and I, like, start talking about Musical.ly and people are like, what? Because, like, Musical.ly was, like, really definitely geared towards a younger audience. And now I feel like TikTok is, like, literally everyone, like, all ages. Um, so musically was, yeah, it was fun while it lasted, but it's definitely the same concept. But with that, like it's, it's not going anywhere. So like pandemic or not, like those apps will remain and the people who are on them are in their house too. And their content is going to keep coming. So that industry in itself is never going to crumble. And I have so much fun doing it. So I think I definitely hop back in there if I could. Yeah. Do you find yourself having more fun being like the manager side like helping other people grow or you personally like showing what you're up to and promoting your personal brand you know i like think i'm like entertaining but like i've never like <laughs> i guess jumped into it so i've never really tried to promote my personal brand like i've just kind of been like in the background sure. which i do enjoy the background because the people i work with like they love that content they love the creativity and that's like their whole life um which is awesome but I feel like I like being on that the back end of it more um because it's cool to see people like grow you know like I Piff is like a great example like he you know started from literally nothing and then like watching his success like I know you know I don't work with him but 
just a great example of, like, someone local who, like, got into it and, like, wanted to express their creativity and, like, watching people grow, like, I don't think there's, like, a better feeling. Mm -hmm. It's just cool watching people succeed. Yeah. For sure. That's awesome. How does it work? So when you mentioned, like, a, like a TikTok manager, Jeff <laughs> had mentioned it on the podcast we did with him last year, which... Marcus, if you could look that up real quick. It's the most recent PIF podcast we did. It was sometime in November. Um, but he talked about how TikTok has, when you become a verified TikTok, TikToker mm -hmm. or creator, you <laughs> become this creator. And right. then TikTok, the company, gives you a manager that will say, hey, we're coming up with this song. We need you to make a video for it. Hey, VMAs are coming up. Would you want to go? That kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Um, I didn't work with TikTok directly. Um, there's it. like several. I mean, you can have a manager from TikTok, but a lot of people go with like outside companies. Yeah, like third party. Right. So I did do that. Um, and it, I mean, and maybe that's what Piff did. I'm not sure, but he had just right. mentioned that like it was. Uh, just yeah, but nature. it's like totally the same concept. Um, and like the people I worked with were like 17 to 19 year old boys. <laughs> um, so it wasn't like oh, wait, they. Hold on, we got it. Yep, so yeah. it's episode 243. Thank you, Marcus. Thanks, Marcus. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so it was like, they're like 17 to 19, um, and they're just there for the content, they're there for the, you know, all that good stuff, um, but they don't really understand, like, the, the business behind it, um, so it's easy for, you know, kids to be almost taken advantage of, like, because it's like a dollar sign on their head, because, like, companies are going to go for them regardless, mm -hmm, right. um, so, yeah, like, again, working behind the scenes and, like, making sure it's just, like, running their emails and making sure their like content is like what the company wants um so it's like kind of funny actually because i'm like feel like a mom like a momager almost like yeah. i'm like hello like i can see like you're posting stories of you playing xbox but you have a brand deal due in like two hours like i need something out of you and like i would go to conventions with them and like they do their meet and greets and then it was like you know i tell them like the night before like hey your meet and greet starts at nine like meet me at 8 30 like let's get started you know, it'd be, like, 8.50, and I'm, like, banging on the door, and I'm, like, hello, like, you have things to do, so it has its ups and downs, but overall, it's, like, really fun. That's but, like, so cool, though. But it's, like, it's, like, babysitting, <laughs> like, it's, my like, mind. You know, <laughs> that they, like, get paid to, like, sleep in. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're knuckleheads. They don't understand that's what goes into everything. Exactly what it is, and, uh, like, everyone I've worked with has been, like, so nice. Like, they're really good, genuine people, but they're just young, you know? Like, they're having fun with it, but you definitely want to help them grow and, like, make a career out of it. Yeah, right. so... It's, I have so much fun. Yeah, oh, I miss so it. Cool. Yeah. That's so bananas. That's so crazy. So, who are these people that you were managing that were, like... Um, we worked with, out? like, a variety um, <laughs> of people, like, on YouTube um, and Musical.ly, um, and they're, like, all up to, like, their own individual things now, but, yeah. Oh, so they, like, dropped off the... No, no, they're, um, a few, a few of them dropped off, but a few of them are, like, um, they're doing great right now. Okay. Yeah. So they just, or they just moved down with, like, a different agency or something. Yeah. Got it. So the agency I work for is, um, no longer, yeah. A thing? Yeah. Um, maybe you just start your own. Yeah, I maybe, maybe in the near future. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still learning, still growing in the whole industry, so. Like, there's not even enough people on, that know about TikTok yet for, like, them to, like, if you told someone that was just like, hey, or if you told someone, yeah, I'm, I, I run a TikTok managing agency. People would laugh. People, I, people would either laugh, yeah. or they would not know what TikTok is, yeah. or they would be like, I don't understand how this works. Right. Granted, those, those three, those three things most likely is a no to those people, mm -hmm. but... I'd like to argue there's the people 
that will see being like, holy shit, we need this. Right. Yeah. yeah there's a huge need It's a huge need. Mm -hmm. People are so lost in that space, and there is so much opportunity. Uh, the algorithm is set up for people to win if you are just, you know, putting out authentic, good content. Right. You don't have to we be over... Yeah. yeah, we think. You don't have to be overly produced. Uh, I think you can win and be a... Uh, if your job title was strictly manager of TikTok personalities, I think you could win big time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know several people who do it and they can make a living out of it easy. Yeah. yeah. But you have to go into it for the right reasons. Like, you have to want your clients to grow. You have to want them to be successful. Like, you got to, like, get rid of the dollar sign, yeah. you know, almost, and just, like... Be in it for the right reasons. Yeah. Right. You uh, tilt your mic. Oh. Yeah. 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 I keep pulling it down. Yeah. I'm like so used to it being it's down. So radio of you. Yeah. I'm yeah. like hello. You know. I get it. My bad. My bad. Oh, yeah, no, I don't have so it. Good. I don't have it. Well, just a little closer. Closer. Yeah. yeah. There okay. you go. Cool. Welcome to being on a podcast. I know. I'm, I'm really searching up right now. I haven't even been in the studio lately to be on the radio. I've been doing it all over the phone. So. Oh shoot. It's really hard to like tell people how good something smells when you're like, you're listening to it. You can't like audibly explain how good something smells. Right. Especially when you, you light the candle to kickstart a podcast, it sets the mood. Everyone's kind of on the same wavelength because the candle has been lit, but it's hard to like, you know, verbalize and, and like help the listeners feel that other than saying is lit. That's about it. Right. Like I hope everyone knows that like when you light a, a soda sense candle, Travis Scott somewhere, says it's lit every time it's without just, without fail without fail it's proven guaranteed with every soda scent order get yours today if you've never ordered a soda scent shame on you first off but second off no worries promo code back pocket get 20 percent off just wanted to take a quick pause and say thank you interns for you know obviously listening but Purchasing these mugs that we've been coming up with the last three to four months. I mean, we got Necklin, we got the Baby Yoda, we got our standard one, and uh, we just wanted to say thank you. But now we have another opportunity for you guys. Please listen up here. I think we need to get our listeners involved more with the customized mugs because they can be distributed and created on demand. So we want you, marketing interns, to come up with some creative ideas and jump into our DMs and send them our way. Yes, if you have any sort of mug that concept or idea that you think would absolutely pop off, again, like Andrew said, please shoot us a DM and we'll workshop it and, you know, possibly put it out there. And in the meantime, head over to metromugs.com and check out the ones we have already and uh, let the idea start flowing. Absolutely use promo code backpocket for 20% off. Go get it. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I think of is, is there busy coffee in the refrigerator? Because we delete busy coffee faster than anyone I know. Absolutely. We are control-alt-deleting busy. And the best part is, is we have a bottomless supply at any of the local markets. If you're listening now, uh, and today is in between May 5th and May 9th, we're going to hit you with this one. We got a two-for-seven deal at Cub Foods. Run there now. They just they just opened up their line at Cub Foods. Go take take advantage and buy yourself some busy and be a part of Team Busy Cold Brew. Yeah, I don't really remember what that is. Like. How's, how's it like uh, hosting a radio show? Yeah, so I don't really like host. Um, I, or being a part of. Like, yeah, um, so our like head um, boss was looking for people to do overnights and he had asked one of my coworkers and she like didn't want to do it. 
And I thought about it, and I'm like, hey, like, I think I want to try that out. So I did do that. The 3 a.m. Um, to 8 a.m. Yeah, the 3 a.m. to 8 a.m. And, like, people always think, like, I'm literally in the studio from 3 to 8. No shot. Like, I, like, go to bed at, like, 10. Like, there'd be no way I could do that. So I do, like, pre-record it. Um, oh, and you I, do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. oh, 100%. Do you think people think you're live, though? Yes. Everyone's like, oh, how is it, like, working overnight? And I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? I'm like, do you know me? Like, if you're even asking that question, you can't possibly be my friend. Because, like, I, like, <laughs> when I get tired, I get tired. Like, there's just, I could even... What's the first thing that shuts down when you get tired? Like, do you, do you, like, is your, does your niceness just go out the fucking window? Like, no, I'm not. you just become, like, an angry and mean person. No patience. Dude, when Andrew gets, like, when Andrew gets hangry, dude, like, I don't know if I'll sleep, but if Andrew's in the slightest bit hungry, like, he can't have a conversation with him until he eats. It's no, like, that's totally fair. I feel like, for me, I just, like, shut down. Like, I will bury my face in my phone, and I won't even be looking at anything or talking to anybody. I'm just, like, my face is in my phone because I'm, like, don't don't look at me. Don't talk to me. I don't want to be bothered. That's what happens when I'm tired. Gotcha. So, yeah. If I had to, like, actually record it overnight, I think I'd sound horrible. Um, but, yeah, I do it, like, when I'm in the office, like, during the day. But I haven't been doing it lately. Um, and I love doing that. I haven't, like, moved on fully to overnights because um, I'm still kind of a baby. Like, I had had zero experience. Um, doing it, it was more so, I guess, that had, like, a charming personality, I don't know, they were just yeah, like, yeah, hey, like, like yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, but yeah. You know there um, was a meeting <laughs> held somewhere, who's, like, who's the, the morning show, or the guy you work, work for? My boss, Rich, he's great. Okay, yeah, no, but so. the, the show. Oh, Dave, Dave Ryan, Dave, Dave Ryan, Ryan. Okay. yeah, yeah. So that's the show you're on. Yeah, so I do mornings on Dave Ryan, um, on Mondays, like, usually, like, between 7 and 9 a.m., um, and that was just more so to, like, reach, um, I guess, like, a younger demographic because most people who are, like, listening to the radio in the morning are, like, you know, commuting to work or, you know, I guess to school. But right. they have a kind of an older demographic, so they just wanted to bring some, like, youth, I guess. Into oh, for it. sure. Not yeah. that they're old, but, you know. So just make them feel <laughs> a little younger. <laughs> yeah, so I do um, this week. It's called This Week on Campus. Um, oh, wow. And I talk about everything that's going on. The campus on. liaison. You've been there for fucking seven years. Yeah. So like, I should, she knows the ins and outs of this place. I am the, <laughs> the fossil of campus. So, like, I know exactly what's going on and I know, like, everybody's tactics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's been kind of hard, like, during quarantine, though, because, like, you know, nothing's really been happening. Um, it's just been like nothing's been happening on campus during quarantine. Oh well, okay. I mean, I mean, like my friends have like made things happen on campus, but like I guess over overall, like I feel like the more chaos would unfold if like we could go to the bar or like we could go out, you know, because like sure. that's where sure. that's where and that's things, where things happen. That's where shit goes down. Yeah. So there's been like I guess chaos like in the apartments, but yeah. it's been kind of hard to do. But I just go on there and I just like talk my friends, you know, and. So what has been happening on campus? Yeah. <laughs> You're looking at a person that's assuming that you guys are doing nothing, but I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> I feel like um, you guys are for sure throwing parties still. Yeah, there's been parties, um, ten, ten, less than ten, you know, yeah. it's just... It depends on the day. Um, I mean, people have been throwing apartment parties. That was yeah, the biggest sure. live episode. That was the biggest. That was actually, you know what? No, that was the best way to say yeah. that you have parties. So that was good. That was yeah, really good. I mean, people are hanging out. Um, I mean, we all, like, live in the same building. It... I, it's hard. It's hard. Like, like oh. hey, hey, look. Before, before you're like, I'm so sorry that I'm hanging out with more than ten people. You're looking at two guys who have been hanging out with more than ten people the entire time, and it's 
partially because of my job, partially because we have people in the podcast studio. Right. Partially we already live with five guys and each one of us might have a friend who wants to come and hang out. It's like hard. It's very, very hard being in college and... Look, hands raised. Yeah. Hands raised. Right? Yeah, I'm like... Hands raised. Guilty. Like, ah, uh, okay, me, okay. Right? Yeah. Sue me. Oh. <laughs> think about it. Like, who's going to actually come after me? Like, if, if we lose a follower today because some, someone was mad that we weren't social distancing during these six weeks... We lose someone now. Do you think they're gonna tell their kids in twenty years, like when back pocket is global. massive global, and they're gonna be like, kids, don't don't ever engage with that stuff. Declan wasn't was not was not within six feet of other people for these six weeks in twenty twenty. Like you'd hope not, but hope not. That's why. That's kind of how I love it. <laughs> I'm like kind of getting nervous. Oh yeah. no. Oh, so you are getting nervous. Oh, All right. Yeah. So I, did, I did not do a good job of. Of you it's like this. <laughs> Ooh. So, how's campus? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're having, we're having fun with it. Like, I live with my best friend, and a lot of my best friends live in my complex. Oh, you have multiple, sorry, multiple best friends. Oh, we have quite the friend group, yeah, definitely. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so. what's, your, what's your Snapchat group name? Wow. It, hot mess. It's hot mess. Hot mess. Hot yeah, mess. and I don't think, it's like simple, but to the point, you know? I know, yeah. There's like 21 girls in it, I think. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. damn. Big, big crowd, big crowd. Yeah. That's, that's it's electric. Got, it's gotta be a hot mess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's gotta be good. It is exactly that. Yeah, there's always something going on. But campus has been kind of dry, but I guess, again, it is what you make it. Like, Are you in flow yeah. health? I'm not in Floco. I'm just kidding. We have friends. are very woke <laughs> on living spaces in, at the U of M. Are we, you at the Bridges? I, no, I'm not at the Bridges either. I'm, Look at us go. I'm incognito, I guess. But we have a ton of friends at Floco, and Floco has okay. been known to be throwing apartment complex Some quarantine parties. parties. Quarantine yeah. parties, yeah. we got to like imagine outside. Yeah. yeah. If me as a 23-year-old wants to, like, I was going to, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll digress. And, like, how much do you miss the bars? Coming for me? <laughs> she literally, she just answered for me like that was so cool. I miss the bar. No, you, Sydney's roommate. Yes. Yeah, Sydney's roommate just like did one of these. Oh my god, how much does Sydney miss the bar? I wake up in the morning. I'm like, it please night. open the KK. I like walk by and I'm like, open your door. Just like, I'm like, should I just hop the fence? Like, just have a drink on the patio just to feel something again? I don't know. Like, the only reason coronavirus is gonna have a cure is because. Some some college kid's gonna figure out how to have have the college like the bars open again. He's gonna look. We're gonna set it up this way. We're gonna get people in this way. We're gonna know that these people are cured of the coronavirus. Yeah, there is no I mean coronavirus. I actually do know kids who have been going to get the antibody test at like private clinics. And they come back to campus and they're like, yeah, I don't have it. So like, I'm good. Like, I don't know about you, but they're, like... they're just like in an entirely different <laughs> class. No? Yeah, I got the antibodies fast. Yeah, they're like, I'm immune to it. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna get it. Like, I don't have it. So like, I'm gonna hang out. Yeah, I do know people doing that. You know, yeah. <laughs> they're like kids. You know, there are people who do have the coronavirus. There are people who don't think they have the coronavirus. And then there are people who for sure don't have the coronavirus. Like, who would have thought the biggest flex of 2020 would be like, yeah, I got an antibody test and I'm not going to get a, a, a pandemic. <laughs> like, that's, that is the biggest flex of 2020. It like, is. It if is you're the... immune to COVID, like, you are, you are it. Like, that, hell yeah. You are like, it. You're the top yes. of the top. Oh, you are superior a, to everyone else. <laughs> so up here. That needs to be a meme. Let's, let's chop that up. Chop that Interns. Up. Get us a meme. Let's get it going. Antibody. I saw, yeah, antibody says, I saw some, uh, some like mom tweeted uh, in New Zealand 
saying like, kids are going back to school today. It feels so good to... Oh, and she was like jumping. And she was jumping. And then someone said this was the biggest flex of 2020. Well, I mean, it is like considering like people here aren't going back to school. Like, yeah, yeah, the mom in New Zealand had every right. Like, New New Zealand's on their shit. But that's probably because, like, they don't have Floco, you know? Like, right, right. Uh, hey, I don't know. okay, that's a great point, actually. <laughs> Coronavirus is exposing how much fun Americans had yeah. as being free. Yeah, um, points are made. Right, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, we just, like, we party better than the best of them. We went to college better than the best of them. We did all these different things. And now we're doing nothing while the rest of them are doing something. <laughs> we had our fun and right. we shot I our also, fun down. Yeah, I, <laughs> not enough people can stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and obviously that, like, my if my mom were to listen back on that audio bit that I just said, like, she'd slap me, right? Like, it's right. obviously not a great, fruitful thing to say. But the, uh, I'll back it up with this. So the, um, we were, there's this podcast with, uh, it's Sam Harris, if you know who that is. If you don't, I'm look sure. him up. I'll look it up. Sam Harris, and you've all know Harari. He's like a macro historian, and he said on this podcast, like, his vision of, or his, like, implications or what the coronavirus means in the long macro sense of the world. Mm-hmm. And he said that, like, America, before the coronavirus, was, like, the leader of the global, like, anything America does in the global sense most most people kind of followed it or at least looked up to it or at least looked at us for, okay, what here's what's going on, what are the Americans doing type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been us for a long time. Right. He said since the 2016 election, it's been going down a little bit, whatever, and then the coronavirus hit, and based on we how we handled it as a nation versus how everybody else handled it was just, like, totally solidifying the fact that, like, as, as Italy, like Italy looking at us thinking that they should do something like more like us, it would be asinine to think of think that way. So we're really not shit, huh? So we're not we're not really hot shit anymore. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, okay. American might America might be average. Throw us in the, the Snapchat group. We're Throw us in the, yeah, we're a hot, hot mess, mess, dude. Yeah. America yeah, um, the, oh that would be a sweet Snapchat group to be a part of just the the hot mess. Right. Always. America. America. Yeah. Hot yeah. mess. But yeah, I don't know, that not to get deep or anything about we we rapidly transitioned from how much do we miss the bars to America <laughs> is now no longer the global leader. Um, huge huge jump, huge jump, like, massive jump, and that's what it, it, that's where we come in, dude. The back pocket podcast. That's all we're doing we're, all day. We're going global. <laughs> we're going. <laughs> One pandemic at a time, I suppose. Okay, so knowing how much you miss the bars, what yeah. would be an ideal day for you to go back to the bars? Tomorrow. Okay. Tonight. Obviously not. <laughs> On my way out the door, like, like Uber me, it was right there. (laughs) Okay, what do you miss most about the bars? Uh, That's a... Seriously, what do you miss most about the bars? You know, I, like, love, like, I, like, having, you know, a week of, like, class. Well, (laughs) I did go to class, like, I didn't go last semester. But when I did go to class, and then I went to work, and then, like, I had a long week, and then I was just, like, free to do whatever, I loved, like, getting together with my friends and, like, drinking and listening to music and, like dressing up like i love getting ready mm, and then i like free hype yeah I, I love the pre-games the pre-games, the pre-games like almost better than the bar i agree yeah i totally the agree. bar is like kind of like the come down almost yeah 100 very fair yeah so yeah. like we go all the way up at the pre-game then we go to the bar and then honestly we don't go to bed till like five or six in the morning like that's just like kind of how it is right i just i miss Awfully it european of you what <laughs> 
I didn't hear you. <laughs> it sounds European to stay oh. up till six. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got you got to make the most of it. I feel like I'm. I say like I'm running out of time, but am I really like how many more years I'm going to be here? Mm -hmm. You know, right. but how many more years are going to be in college? Uh, People are asking that as well. Right. <laughs> My family's asking that. <laughs> Anyone who knows me, yeah. I'm just going with the flow. Like, I just miss being around people, I guess. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You miss being around people. Yeah. Same. Like, I would love to just, you know, throw a nice hoedown somewhere. Hoedown. <laughs> Bocella. That's like, hopefully Bocella happens. Yeah. Right? And there's been lots of speculations. We got August 8th as the, as I'm the day. I'm rooting for it. Right? We're August all seems for pretty it. promising. August seems great. Yeah. yeah. You're going to Nashville in September, I like am. you were saying. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. things are looking good. I don't know. May, we're yeah. trending in the right direction towards the end of the month. Right. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. It feels healthy. June is going to be an absolute dumpster fire. It is. Yeah. I've just accepted that. Right. Like, I'm not even getting my hopes up. Like, I'm just, I'm going to wake up every day and just make the most of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, hmm, I just thought of this. So, yeah. let's say the bars do open. <laughs> and let's also say that we are all in agreement that the pregame is the best part. What if we just did pre-games and not go to the bars? We were talking about that. Like, I feel like we've almost adjusted to, like, it just being a constant pre-game. Like, I, as much as I miss the bar, like, I don't know if I'm going to be that mad. You know, like, I'm, I'm having fun. Right. Like, you, yeah, get the, yeah. you get the people that you want right. so, like, at your pre-game. Yeah. So you like, don't need to meet them at the bar. Just no, bring them to the Just bring them to the pre-game and then you're with, like, your closest friends and, like, the people that, like, you care about and you're not mm -hmm. bumping into random people. I do miss people buying me drinks. Mm. Oh, that's yeah, like, that's a sweet, My like, friends would look at me and be like, all right, no, go to the liquor store, you know, like, Vemo me, like, you know, but I, I do miss free drinks, I guess. That's the biggest downfall. Okay. Yeah. What's your go-to drink? Oh, I don't know, whatever people hand to me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, see, that's not really, oh. that'll get you killed. No, <laughs> no, safely, obviously. Safe, like, okay. Go to the bar, like, ha like, order it with them, you know, like. Yeah, no. Watch it leave the bartender's no, I, hand to I, my I hand. I get that. That was a hack joke. That was a oh. hack mom joke. Okay, okay. <laughs> so hack I'm mom. I'm so bad at picking up on sarcasm. Yeah, it's okay. That's my not, bad. That's, no, and that's on me. That's totally on me. No, it's cool. It's cool. So you don't have, like, a favorite drink. You're just like, I'll drink anything. No, so. I really like, like, tequila sunrises. Oh. Tequila Sprite. Mm -hmm. Tequila. 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 I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we should get some tequila up here, I think. No, it's all downstairs. We Oof. have lots of tequila. I got really excited. And I was yeah. like, hmm, here we go. Val. No. <laughs> in, the, uh, in the dining room, there's a rack of, just you'll find the tequila there. It's a big bottle. It's a big bottle. Should um, I grab shot glasses? It was gifted. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, by Jackson Hall. Yeah, but irrelevant. Do we have it? Do okay. we have shot You'll, okay, well, I would like to just take her, just let her figure it out in like okay. one of our roommates and be like, tequila who bottle? is this girl <laughs> walking around our somewhere. house and she's like, do you guys know where the tequila is? Yeah, it's <laughs> on it. I'm on Excuse it. me, but do you know? <laughs> Val figured out. Yeah, sure. We'll get you some tequila. Alright, yeah. Do you have like a, like a chaser? Because if I'm ripping, I can't rip it by itself. Yes. Uh, yeah, we got um, Squirt. Squirt and... Alright, cool. We're in business. Yeah, we, yeah no, we're in business. Alright, alright, let's do it. Is this what the morning show on the iHeart is like? <laughs> no. no. They probably so disappointed me so, right now. I'm like, tequila! <laughs> no, 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 no. I like, right now, I usually go in to the office, but like, I can't right now, so I'm just doing it over the phone. Mm -hmm. I mean, my sleep schedule has been like so over all over the place. Like, for some reason, I'm like, I go to bed early, and then I wake up at like 3.30 every day, like clockwork. I don't, I don't know why. Like 3.30? No, 3.30 a.m. Like, I'm, like, waking up, like, to start my day at 3.30. I'm, like, this is ridiculous. What time do you go to bed? Like, it depends on the day. Like, typically, like, 10, 10.30. Like, I, I do go to bed early, unless I'm, like, you know, hanging out. But 
Yeah. And you, one to, and so you're getting like five hours? No, hours. it doesn't matter like what time I go to bed. I wake up every day at 3.30. Whoa. No alarm, nothing. I don't know what it is. But regardless, I like stay up and I like watch TikTok or like some right. like shitty It sounds like show. you just have, I like, okay, so morning radio is always an absolute trap in terms of like what time you need to wake up. Yeah, I would suggest that, like, you should just be the 6 to 9 morning slot. Well, I only hop on, like, for, like, 10, 15 minutes. I know, minutes, but just, yeah. like, you need your own thing. You need yeah. your own You need your own shtick. Yeah. If you're going to be up that early and you want to be in the industry, you might as well. I might as, I might as well just go in and record it live instead of doing, like, the... Yeah. The, if you're yeah. there, you might as well then, like, use that to, to yeah. kind of build the brand a little bit yeah. and then build the agency... And, you know, sign a couple of TikTokers, <laughs> talk to Piff a little bit. Maybe Wake that's him up guy. at 3.30, yeah, maybe. I think, I also just think there's just like a million people that want to join TikTok, but don't know necessarily, like, know what to do, and they probably have a following elsewhere, but don't know how to leverage it. It's, that's so true. I feel like it's kind of like you either have it or you don't, honestly. Like, it's a lot more difficult. Have it, like, have it, it? Yeah, like, like, you have to know how to, like, who, like, your fan base is, and you have to know, mm -hmm. like you know, who you're reaching and, you, like, the editing that goes into it, like, it's not just, like, hitting a button and, like, that's it. Like, mm -hmm. there's just so, there's so much that goes into it. And if everyone could do it, then everyone would be TikTok famous right now. Right. Uh, but it's yeah, not like that. Yeah. Andrew and I, Andrew and I actively right now, I mean, obviously for our, for the people that are listening in 2021 or any, anywhere beyond, you know, we don't know where we're at at that point in time, but currently in the day of, of May or May something in 2020. Maybe uh, June. But may, maybe June. Yeah, I don't know when this will be released, but next Tuesday, which is May. But, look, Val just freaking found all of the tequila. Oh, and, and shot glasses. Come so. on, Val. Booyah. Oh, on a trip. You don't even have to do anything and else. And that was my reaction. That's amazing, dude. All right. Uh, well, oh, here we are. There we go. Here we are. Are you ready are. for this? To finish the thought real quick. <laughs> yeah, so my thought was... We are trying. Oh, to, we're flopping on TikTok. Yeah, we're right trying now. to die. Absolutely TikTok. flopping. We don't know our audience, so we're getting like nice. we did really well. Our theory, well. Our some theory at least was consistency wins. So we're like a TikTok uh -huh. a day, you know, keeps the doctor away. Well, no, over no. the long haul, a TikTok a day will win. Well, the last mm, 10, 12 days. No, no, no. It hasn't been that bad. I think it has. <laughs> what would you consider a dud? Anything under a thousand. Okay, so. Yeah, it's been about seven days. <laughs> seven days. Hey, you can only go up from here, though. Yeah. Right. Like we're working on, like, yeah. We gotta get way better. We're just, like, looking into the mirror, I think, more or less. Like, okay, okay. like, who are we? Like, what's our brand? Like, what's gonna get more likes? What's gonna get more clicks? It's tough to figure out. Like it, but it's fun. Like, yeah. at least we're asking those questions because <laughs> we're not blowing up on TikTok, right? Like, right. if we weren't doing that, then we wouldn't even be asking the question, which, you know, like, it's good... It, it, we're trying to be around here to stay. Like we should be asking those questions regardless. That's yeah. only gonna progress up. So, Fair I don't enough. know. When you brought up the the idea, thank you, Val. Oh, Let's I'm go. like I'm kind of nervous now. I am pretty nervous. I've never taken a shot on this podcast before. Neither have I. Did you grab your cell phone? Oh, yeah, and this is your Slow first up. time ripping a shot on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. God, that says something about me, or does it say I feel honored right now? Uh, I, no, I, it's it's probably long it's overdue, us. but it's okay. kind of cool that we're doing it now. All right. I'm not, but I need, I'm the projectile. Grab on some of this Jose Cuervo. Oh, yeah, perfect. Now, for the listeners, I'm not yeah, going to take I a chaser until little... everybody else is taking their chaser, you know? Like, I'm not Can you gonna... pour, like, a like a shot glass yeah. of chaser? Oh, she's pouring, okay, so Val's Brilliant. pouring Does everybody shots. want another <laughs> a little chase? 
<laughs> oh, we can't forget. No, no, no. <laughs> I had to pour one for Marcus, you too. Would you like Marcus? Do you want one? Mar no, I'm okay. Thanks. Uh, okay. Okay. Marcus, you always, you always That's turn routine. Down, dude. That's routine. That's routine. You guys <laughs> want some margarita mix too? Uh, We've been in the lake all day. Okay. Like I haven't eaten. This is this is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken nuggets. Mom. Tequila and chicken nuggets. Can I come every day? <laughs> next, yeah, next yeah, time for Alice to go make the dining <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we need to hire a full-time liaison, like a bar girl. Podcast. Yeah, a bar a bar girl for the podcast. You hiring? Uh, I will we're do that. <laughs> yeah, we're always hiring now, of course. Oh All my right. god! Hey. All right, cheers. Cheers, to being cheers, average. cheers yeah. to average. Oh, the trigger word. No, trigger word. <laughs> cheers, guys. All right. Done chase Alrighty. success since day one. I did not know we had these. To be honest, <laughs> Val found them. Oh, oh, they were hidden. I found them in like a drawer. Yep. Look, like, anything for your new hire, find them in the drawer. Yeah, find them in the drawer. All right. Well, Team Val, we're already on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> she might be hired after that. <laughs> <laughs> Better be. Andrew's like, no, dude. I'll go. I'll go show around our crazy big house to find the one specific <laughs> thing we need, which is like a very appropriate and. Honestly, like, very good manners, and chivalry's not dead, you know? Like, everyone's talking about that after you were saying that. Right. And then, you know, sent Val on her own personal journey, and she came back with what she needed. Way to go, Val. I had a great time. Watch, Val. Yeah. Fun to watch. Something to think yeah. about for the interview, you know? <laughs> yeah. The hero's journey. The hero's journey. Absolutely. Huh? God. Well. All right. Shit. Shit. Uh, you know, TikTok. Not, not <laughs> winning. <laughs> back, yeah. So yeah. what would you suggest? What would you suggest to us on what we can do better with our TikTok. I mean, obviously, I'm going to evaluate your TikToks. Yeah. Uh, right. I would say, I'll give you the synopsis. Uh, started posting back in February. Okay. We have this, we have two videos that have absolutely blown up. Okay. Um, one of them, it locally, more or less. Mm -hmm. um, one of them was a shot, a drone shot from our, like, season four hype video, mm -hmm. where a drone's just sprinting at us, like, 50 miles an hour, and then kicks up, and then, uh, and then it's it basically is, no, it's, it's really cool, and it and okay. it and it closes down onto the under the city, and it's like just us saying, "Hey, dominate the sandbox. This is this is why we're here. We're here to dominate the Twin Cities sandbox." So that one did really well. It's got right. like three hundred thousand views. Hell yeah! Then another one that we posted is me singing a jingle in the cold water. Uh, have you? A jingle, in the cold water. This could go so many different directions. Right. Yeah. All right, um, this is a horrible way to. Okay, yeah, so you did not, let me let me jump. Have in you ever heard, Yeah, okay, yeah. Jump in, jump and in. And this is where I come in. Um, <laughs> Give context. And, and Embrace North was this thing we were doing okay. where we would get into um, Lake Cedar, Cedar okay. Lake, which is uh, right old west of the cities. Yeah. And the water. This is like middle of winter, February time. And you're jumping in the water. They right? they had right. they had cut out a slot in the lake for us to walk into that was about waist high and then you can like kind of sink in and go shoulder depth uh, uh, low uh -huh. and there was probably the first time we did this was late February and there was four to maybe ten of us by the end by week six there was 40 to 45 people all crammed in this little thing. All, All crammed right. in this little oh, thing. Oh, you got body heat at that point. Right. A right. lot of body heat, yeah. a lot of mental, you know, just kind of overcoming. It's cold as shit. It's yeah. cold right. as shit. Oh, I don't doubt it. And Decky came up with this chant that we uh, <laughs> caught on camera and put on TikTok that so happened to go viral. Na 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 na
embrace the North. We embrace the North. Mighty, mighty, mighty North. Mighty, mighty, mighty North. Yeah, it's cold as shit. Yeah, it's cold as shit. Yeah. Uh, no, I totally understand why that went viral because who every day sees 40 people crammed into a small cutout right. in the ice? Yeah. And then me yeah. leading them in a chant saying, na, 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 na. Yeah, see, you went um, off the beaten path of what people normally see, so it makes every sense, right. you know, why you went viral. That had right. Yeah. There, there was a habitual comment with that video of one of the guys in the water. That the viewers thinking he was naked. I swear, so many people are like, why is he, why, like, why is he naked? naked yeah. Why is he naked? Yeah, actually, top two comments was, why is that guy naked? And we haven't identified which one of the guys in there that was naked. They go back and watch, and I'm like, which one are they thinking? Yeah, I don't know. Is it me? We Does all look, look like naked? naked. Everybody looks naked. Everybody looks naked. Does that look like a nudist colony? Like, right, is so that what it, this was? Great point. We may start need to po we need we need to start posting more of that. Right. Like the the Jack Payton yeah. thing might. Maybe, maybe if that's what worked the first time, yeah. might as well keep going with it. Yep. Well, the other comment was, uh, "Why does the water look like someone pooped in it?" Too. That was the other. That was a big comment. Be so, you know, they're ready to attack us. Yeah. yeah well. Yeah. But then, so okay, so then we we did this workout outside of U.S. Bank Stadium with uh, Sophie. Oh, I saw at, that. At your fitness witness, yeah. uh, she's absolutely phenomenal. Um, but we, you know, we had someone follow us. One of our actually good. Photographers, Jackson Hole. I was literally out of breath watching that transpire. I was really? like, you guys were like actually like working, working out. Oh, oh yeah, we were. Yeah, okay, oof, not for me. There was not but, a lot of games. I took I took hard. a full edible before that just because I was like, ah, here we go, like this is gonna be some good stuff, you know? Like, that possibly could not have gone well. It was like the most. It went from like nostalgia, like this is <laughs> a beautiful scene, to like, oh my god, we're going to war. <laughs> this, is new, this is news to me. <laughs> You're just dropping bombshells right now. Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, gems, like, yeah, they don't call me. They don't call me Decky Bombshell for no reason. Decky right? Bombshell taking edibles before a workout. <laughs> and watch them on TikTok yeah. here. <laughs> Absolutely gassed. <laughs> No, but that that was another video that did really well on TikTok was Andrew just absolutely opening it up on during that workout running around yeah. US Bank yeah, with Jackson Hole following him on the on the camera. He had a, like a little gimbal stabilizer and an iPhone, and he's on rollerblades going like twenty five miles an hour, just freaking going by him. Oh, I wish I could have seen this right. transpire. Yeah. So the strangers observing what was going oh, on. Oh, they could. They were probably so entertained. So entertained. I'm surprised you didn't go viral from a stranger's video. Oh, we needed that. Mm, we needed yeah. someone recording who was recording us. I've had that happen to me before, and it's been mortifying. So, like, oh, no. I'm, like, glad it didn't happen to y'all. Yeah. So, Tina Range, she's our media girl at KDWB and Cities, and she has this Instagram account where it's, like, um, people, it's, like, called Get That Gram or something. Um, so it's like she asks people to send submissions of people taking Instagram photos because you know so people it's like, like do a, the most. influencers in the wild spin off. Yeah, it's like they're just like getting like that candid shot. That well, it's like the plan did, you yeah, know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so I was at Post Malone with like my group of friends, and we were in the pit, and someone sent Tina a photo of me and my friends like doing the most embarrassing. Like I'm like, do I really look like that? Like I will never take an Instagram photo in public again because we were totally doing like the the pose, look at each other, smile like that cringy uh, and someone videotaped it and sent it to tina and i'm like what are the odds like i'm directly affiliated with tina like so she sent it to me and i'm like this is it like 
I'm done now, so... You're cancelled. That's cancel yeah. culture now. No, I would gladly cancel myself after viewing right. that video, like... No, that's the only cancel culture that, like, should survive. Cringe like, Nation! Like, I cringe. should not have done that, so, like, heck, I'm glad that no one... Well, as far as we know, I guess, people might have caught you, you know, the rollerblades to work out. Oh, no, there's so, plenty. There's, yeah. there's plenty of times where so, I've been in that exact same situation. No, it might surface. And then might, yeah. more TikTok fame for you. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, Easy E has always said, right. you know... Good publicity, bad publicity. It's, it's publicity. All, it's publicity. Yeah, right. You can't go wrong. Get the people talking. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's the synopsis. I feel like basically Andrew and I are on this vibe of like, okay, we need to probably just post more about being in the Twin Cities. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that makes the most get sense. The, get the Twin Cities, like be the kings of the Twin Cities. Yeah, like Vic the Viking, he DM'd us on TikTok and was like, we gotta make a TikTok together. Well, now you're in. Right. Like, well, that's that's go. all you needed. Yeah, that's, like, a, that's, how, you that's, 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 that's how, how you know. That's when you know you've yeah. made it. Huge. You're so. like top tier Twin Cities TikTokers. Right, yeah. <laughs> Tell Piff to, he's gonna run for his money right now. Yeah, see, we haven't even done that yet. I haven't even <laughs> clipped out like old stuff of like, like, when Piff came on the last time, episode, what, two, what is it, 173? 243. No, 243. 243, yeah, 243 sounds right. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, two forty episode 243 with Piff, we were like, hey, Piff, let's, you know, not knowing anything about TikTok, we're like, hey, let's fill with TikTok. Like, we have a TikTok that's filmed that, like, we have not put out yet. And well, I feel put like, it out there. I know. I, I need to just do it now that I have this, all this time. Yeah, yeah you have plenty yeah. of time. Get that edited, get it posted. <sighs> Damn it, I'll, give, I'll shoot you a like. I'll shoot you a like. Thanks. I'll tell Thank I'll you. tell the hot mess group chat shoot you a like. Right. Yeah. It's like twenty likes right there. You're on your way to the top. Right. So, right there. <laughs> okay. That is, that is pivotal. <laughs> um, hot mess. We we need traction there. We oh hot mess will help you out to no end. Right. Like, we got you. Because because that's a, that's an area of weakness. You know like that. Yeah. We can we can start learning that way that way of the hot mess. For sure. I'll round up the girls and we'll. We'll get you guys get going. Get the girls together, yeah. Get the, get the whole gang, yeah. Let's run it back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, no, so I think that needs to be the new mindset for how we blow up on TikTok is just, like, understanding that, okay, if this would blow up in the hot mess group snap, then we need to post it. Yeah, if we like it, then you're good to go. Right, okay. Because there's some, there's some sticklers in there that... There are find, some stickers. Let's yeah, go. We that, those. Right, so there's a few that will be like, yeah, this wasn't funny. Like, they'll tell you. They're blunt, Yeah. But then you have the rest of us who are like, be your hype man. Like, right. Even if it was bad, we'd be like, yeah, They're great job, PR great job. Right, yeah, right. heck yeah. So you got so, our PR agency. Perfect. Right. Yeah, I just yeah. hired the whole group chat, all 20 of them. Perfect. Yeah, okay. can't go wrong with that. What's it like being in a in like a 20-person group chat? Is that like a big deal? Like, is that like your guys' like friend group for the most part? Yeah, so it was like kind of random. We like, we're all friends. We like, we're kind of like in groups of like four, five, six. Little pods um, and quadrants. Right. Like, and then like, you know, one person was friends with someone in another friend group mm -hmm. and then they'd connect and be like, hey, bring your friends here. Um, so we did that for, it was like right before quarantine. Oh, this is recent. Oh, it's super recent. Like, we have like hardly like gone out together. Like, I feel like we have gotten way hence, closer. That's the reason to want to go to the bars, or right? Because now, out. now that we're like mm -hmm. very established with all twenty of us, interesting. Okay. The opportunities are endless right now. Right, like we're ready. We're, the, okay. the Twin Cities should brace themselves. Like I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like we're coming. Just the yeah, just get, just get the get the people ready. But yeah, it was like super recent. We like everybody kind of connected, and then we all met at one girl's apartment again, like before quarantine. And everybody clicked, and, like, we have, like, been in Snap group chats and a text group chat since, and, like, we've had no problems. We're living the dream. Living the dream. Yeah, we're, like, it's, like, the build-up because of, of senior year. We're all going to be seniors. 
Well, allegedly, I'm going to be a senior. You're like a super duper senior. You know what? I was waiting for that comment. I'm like, I shouldn't even mention I'm going to be a senior because am I really like? <laughs> I think I, you, I need. To, I think you really need to triple down on like the concept in the construct of time. No, I should actually. I should probably just like start telling people like I'm in college. Period. Mm. Right. Because then they're like, yeah. when I say I'm a senior, they're like, oh, you're like 2021. 20, I'm like, eh, no. Turn twenty four. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you're like all right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, for sure. Not a bad thing, but it, no, it's it's not it's not bad at all. Yeah. I'm faulty, but like like you said earlier, like I'm here now. Like this is what I'm doing. Like I'm still so young as a twenty four year old. What is time? What is all this? Like that's the that's the right. that's your bit. I, I am I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm doing me. I'm meeting people. I'm going places. I'm expanding, and I can't ask for anything more. Boom. There like, it is. I, I don't care Boom. about a piece of paper. Say less. Say less. I hope that doesn't get me kicked out of the college. But I don't care about the piece of paper. I mean, I'm paying for the piece of paper, but yeah. as long as you're paying, they don't care. It's not it's not the end all be all, you know. God. Like yeah. I was thinking of this concept. I mean, hate to go back. I absolutely hate to go back to the TikTok thing, but. Here we I, go, back like, to TikTok. It's it's the world right now. It's the world. Oh my yeah. God. Sydney, you've noticed whenever we um, start veering away from, you know, what he just brought up, uh-huh. there just seems to be a constant habitual act of, hey, I hate to bring up, but we're going to go back to TikTok. <laughs> we're going right? to go back to TikTok. Yeah, and if, and yeah that's fun. Yeah, exactly. And if the... So, but every time you say that, I know that we're going to start talking about TikTok. Right, yep. right, right, He's right, front right. of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking about that. I don't even want to say it, dude. <laughs> no, let's hear it. Let's oh, hear it. Curious. Do, we Do we ruin the bit? Do we ruin the bit? Are we no. still going? All right, yeah, so we're, we're talking about something? Oh, you guys want to hear about it now? Okay. I want to hear about it the whole time. Okay, thank you for your honesty. You're okay, you're welcome. Anytime. Is it yeah. Sid or Sydney? Like whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. No, that, I don't like that. Do you want Sid or do you want Sydney? Because we ran into this situation <laughs> with another girl one time, and she blew up on us, and she was like, "No, my name is this." No, and we were like, "Wait a second, we asked you." I mean, like, we asked you so long ago. My name is Sydney, but I I'm gonna respond to Sid. It's like kind of yeah. weird when people call me Sid and like I'm not like friends with them or I don't know them, but like I'm like oh, comfortable with you guys. So like, yeah, you guys, I I put you in my circle. Sweet, uh, sweet. Okay, yeah, so cool. Sid is cool. Right. Yeah. On. Okay. Sure. Alright, so, okay, so my concept for this Back to TikTok. TikTok. Okay, here we concept, are. And we're, we are back. <laughs> so, I was thinking about this idea of, like, you're in a drive-thru, like, whatever, uh-huh. going through a drive-thru, picking up your order, and then, like, instead of ordering a normal meal, you're ordering your college diploma, and it's just like, oh, that'll be $120,000. Like so brutal. Like, I always don't even want to be reminded of that, honestly. I know. I was going to create, like, this relatable thing of just, like, the fact that People who are graduating right now are doing drive-through graduations, or they're doing it from Zoom or whatever. So true. And like, be like driving through, driving through my graduation, picking up McDonald's and my college diploma. Like. Right, and they they really did spend like six digits to like six graduate figures. on. Oh yeah. Zoom. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Look. No, it's super sad. Yeah, but. but again, that's why I'm glad I held off because I, if I would have, I would have been graduating this spring, but I didn't. So now there's hope for me. Because if I would have went through all of this and then I would have had to graduate on Zoom, I would have been throwing hands with someone. Right. Like, yeah, I would have been so mad. Fuck that. Because I put me. so much effort and so much, like, just everything into it, that if I would have been that person, it would I would have been so mad. Right. I would have, right. like, like, added a minor or something. Like, this is not how I'm ending. Like, <laughs> Fuck it, dude. I've always <laughs> wanted to learn Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm already in it at this point. I already dropped the money. Like, no chance I'm graduating on Zoom. So, everything better, like, pick up soon because that's not going to be me. God, what a, what a, a st- like, so on the board, like, right behind Val here, we have the, the typical process for a story arc in a movie. 
with the rising action, climax, falling action, all this good stuff, start to finish. Yeah, and that's a that's a that's a hike. That looks like the Mall of America, like the SpongeBob roller coaster. Right. That's good. what it looks like. It's a hike. Wow, good take there, Sid. Yeah, like it's like up and then it goes down, but then you like build your way up. You gotta build back up. And it launches you. Alright. But always yeah. remember, you finish with a little kick at the end. Right. Okay. Oh, okay, so everybody needs a little kick. Some call us, the back pocket, and Metro Mugs uh, as a conglomerate. We some call us the pioneers of drinking things that's not coffee out of a mug. From gin and juice to you know your dirty monkey to just simply water, we're drinking everything but coffee in our Metro Mugs. Exactly, and with that, we would love you interns to please do the same. Send us a picture of you drinking your in quotes coffee out of your mug. We want to be, yeah. We want you to be a part of this absolute dynasty that's to come here, and we want you to join on the ship right now. So head on over to Metro Mugs, get yourself a Metro Mug, join the Back Pocket community, and use promo code Back Pocket for twenty percent off. Similar to the Olympics, where the torch is lit, signaling that the games have begun, Back Pocket is doing the same thing with every podcast and Soda Sense. I know you guys, as listeners, might not uh, feel the smells or sense the smells like we do, but I'll tell you what, North Shore, by far one of my favorite candles. Go ahead and head over to Soda Sense and buy your candle using uh, promo code BACKPOCKET, that's B-A-C-K-P-O-C-K-E-T, for 20% off your first order. Hey, Deck, people are saying you're the busiest person in the Twin Cities. Why do you think that is? Yeah, they, are, they have been calling me Decky Busy. Everyone knows it. And it has, I mean, I, I mean, I wake up at 5 a.m. every morning, usually go and jump in the lake, uh, run back, put my clothes on, go to work. I'm usually at work till about, you know, 4.30 or so. And, and then, then you come home to back pocket and you're still operating. How are you able to do that, dude? I, I, I don't know. I think I, like, I'm, I'm a decent guy. I don't know. I think it's because you've just been inhaling busy coffee right when you wake up. Mm-hmm. How could I have forgotten? I gotta go back to my roots here. Legacy. I've been I've been drinking busy coffee for over a year. This stuff absolutely gasses me up, gets me going every morning. Some of the finest tasting cold brew in the nation, I'll say it. And now we're proud to say that Busy Coffee is a sponsor of the Back Pocket Podcast. Absolutely. So with that being said, marketing interns, please go to any local supermarket and buy yourself a busy cold brew. They got um pretty much all the options that you could ever ask for. And they got all the deals at every lo- local market, including Cub Foods, Kowalski's, Target, and all co-ops. Okay, so for real though, yeah, what for a sure. what an insane year 2020 has already been, and it's only May. Like, oh yeah. Like the the fact that like we all came into 2020, we were like, oh yeah, 2020 best year ever. This that yeah. That was seriously my mentality. Like okay, so <laughs> in December I was super super sick. I had a kidney infection. Oh sure. Um, it like escalated like beyond, and I was in the hospital for a. Not like I wasn't like hot. No, I was in the hospital for like a few days. I went to the hospital for anything serious. It was just like yeah. I just kind of made that dramatic. I was in the hospital for a few days. I was in the hospital over New Year's. Um, so like New Year's Eve, I'm like. Does this have anything to do with what you did at the strike of the new year? No, I went to the hospital on like December 27th. Oh, okay. December 28th. Okay. Yeah, like I went like early, and then I they kept me there, and I was so mad. I was like, "You're really gonna hold me here for New Year's?" And like, I was like right down the street from like Sally's, which I hate Sally's, but like the fact that it was so close, my friends were there, but so far, and I was confined to a hospital bed. I was just simply not having it. But anyway, I started off my 2020. I rang in the New Year with 
a random old lady next to me, <laughs> like, in my hospital room, and it was not ideal, and, like, I remember laying in, like, the hospital bed, and I'm like, 2020 is going to be the best year of my life, like, I don't care, like, that's just kind of minuscule, but I was like, if this, like, sucks, like, I'm ready to build up from here, like, I hit rock bottom, like, let's go up. Yep. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but would you argue still, like, even with the overall public or macro perspective of how has everybody's 2020 been, like... No, I. it's a comfort to know that, like, everyone is almost in the same boat. Like, a lot of people, you yeah. know, have been furloughed, you know, lost their jobs, like, are, like, bummed with the way things are going. But I honestly do feel like, and I've talked about this with my friends, my roommates, my family, like, I feel like quarantine was, like, honestly, like, a blessing in disguise because I feel like I've grown so much as a person and like within like close relationships like I feel like my life is like actually still has done that 180 except I'm just not it's not what I thought it's not what I pictured but like I've still got so much out of it right and that that's awesome that you say that I mean there's so much opportunity for us to you know grab a little piece and grow from it and I gotta ask the question I mean it's been a trigger word for this whole podcast. Right. Average. Average. Here it comes. Here it comes. Sydney, I need to know, what's your average quality? What is something that you do well at times and other times not so well? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's your average quality. I definitely would piggyback off that, is that there's some days where I'm like, I'm very much able to take, you know, what the situation I'm in is, like, it is what it is, and I can, like, grab the good parts of it and move forward and, like, be like, this is super awesome, this is what I learned from it, but I do sometimes struggle with, like, damn, this sucks, um, and so, like, every day is, in quarantine has been, like, a good test to that because it's every day I'm waking up, like, you know, I can either lay in bed all day and I could be mad that, like, I'm not working and I'm not going to school and I can't see my friends and I can't go to the bar, but, like, that's not the end-all be-all, and so... I can get up, you know, still and, like, you know, see my friends or, like, make a good meal with my roommate or, like, have a good conversation or call, like, an old friend on the phone and there's still stuff that I can get out of the day. Um, but, like, I, I'm human as everyone else is and, like, it is hard to have that mentality sometimes of, like, what is the silver lining in this? But it's, you know, a day-by-day thing. So I'm working on it and I'm trying my best, but it is hard. Yeah, I think yeah. you. I think you struck a chord with the idea that like, even though you're in a situation that might not be the best, you still have the mentality of like, oh, I can still win this day. Right. Yeah. And it. It. Like I said, it is comforting to know that like a lot of people are in the same boat. So it's not just like me sitting here and you know struggling, but like again, off of that, there are a lot of people that do like the pandemic has impacted them a lot worse than it's impacted me. And, I mean, that's to say with anything, like, it could always be worse, like, yeah, like, you, yeah, so, I'm just taking it for what it is. I mean, yeah, absolutely, you're you're saying you're human, but, like, you're incredibly superhuman with your shoes that you have, I just want to mention. (laughs) My my $30 shoes from the UK. So, I know you, you you had mentioned earlier that you said you were 5'3". I am 5'3". And I would say that's false, because... These give me, like, three inches. Yeah, those are... Yeah. That's insane. Those are wild. Thank you. Like, Those are not average. They're thirty dollars. I've had a, like an online shopping problem during quarantine. Same. Yeah. Was that an Instagram swipe up ad? No, it wasn't. No. I just saw them online, and I think the description was hiking boots. God knows I don't go hiking, but Those I was are not like, hiking boots. Boots. oh my god. Well, the description, white, <laughs> the description was white. hiking boots. I'm just telling you what it said online, but like, I, it, you know, 
They're dope. They're a vibe. No, they're well, they sick are as fuck. Dope. Those are so sick. Thank you. Yeah. yeah Wait, what's the, what's the company? Let's... Misguided. Misguided. They're like a boutique in the UK, I think. Totally makes yeah. sense why they tag it as hiking boots, dude, because... You're so, you're so misguided if you're wearing that going hiking. Yeah, if you do wear these to go hiking, you're probably in trouble. They're going to get real dirty real fast, but, yeah. Damn. Misguided. No, that's sick, though. I, I, I just brought up the fact, like, I, you know, silly goose bit about your, your great shoes I needed to get that for, Thank you. you know, to show the world. Yeah, but for sure. Andrew, last year around this time, had started crying on the podcast one time with this woman who, uh, Alexis Walsko is founder of, uh, Lola Red PR. She's just an absolute angel. I hope you love to bring this up. I, well, it's, it's, oh, he's so mad. Like so, whatever you're about to say, he's not happy. No, but it, and it's so important to mention that he cried before. He Every time it. he prefaces it. Yeah. Like actually like, shed tears. Yeah. yeah. Well, crying is good. Yeah, I cried watching back. Hoarders the other day. Hard. Oh, yeah. dang. Anyway, that's a good story. Yeah. That's a vibe. That's and a vibe. we're not going to forget that. <laughs> oh, okay. We can, we can revisit that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll okay. circle back. Yeah, for sure. It's good to know that you cry, though. You have I, to cry. Oh, I cry all the time. I'm already kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jimmy V did once say in his SB speech, he said, you know, full days when you laugh, you cry, and uh, you think. And you think. You got to get all the emotions in there. You got to get all the emotions. That's a full day. Yeah, that's a right? full day. So anyways. Yeah. During this day, Andrew cried one time and said, every day I have a chance to win. And yeah. I always bring, like, when you were just talking about the now, I always think about that, that there's always an opportunity. There's mm -hmm. always a thing to look at the positive and say, regardless of where I'm at right now, how can I make it just a little bit better if yeah. I can? So the fact that maybe your 2020 didn't get off to a great start, but you found a lot of light in the woman next to you then you took that and tripled down onto the next couple months and then quarantine hit but you're saying okay at least i can call an old friend at least i can do this so cherish the moment i have with my roommates that i might overlook at other times um that is something that i think everybody should have right? yeah definitely and i feel like that's it's a super overlooked at a time like this because you know for so long people are always like when you're working and you're busy, you're always like, I wish I could just have one day to sleep in and, like, do nothing. Mm -hmm. And now that we've been given that, we want to look at the glass half full, I guess, like, the mm -hmm. other direction. You're like, well, now I want to be busy, now I want to do this. But, like, you have to remember that it's like kind of, like, almost like what you asked for. And, like, you're, you're given the opportunity, which, like, in normal situations, you wouldn't be given that opportunity to slow down. So, like, now that you are literally being forced to slow down, like, enjoy it. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, just dope things happening around you, and this little pause, if you will, has forced that, you know, constant need to be rotating at full speed to just come to a standstill. And at times, yeah, it gets, like, anxiety builds. Like, I should be somewhere else. I should be yeah, with other people. Yeah, no, for sure, so normal. So, so normal. normal. And it's and it's brutal at, the, at those very moments, but, like, simply recognizing that, yo, I'm with my roommates, I'm with, you know, I'm in an environment that's safe, I have... Yeah, a family that supports me. I'm right. still in school. I have a job. I may be forlorn, but there are things around me that you know you can pick up on and you can grow in different areas. This time has been a, a killer reflection, and yeah. I'm fortunate to have like the this podcast to document it. Yeah, we have had conversations with multitudes of people with all different perspectives. You know, come in when they feel comfortable, and we get to talk what they're up to and mm -hmm. see how they are handling this situation. It's been awesome, and like you're a great example of someone, you know, still in school, got four, from, four load from their job, but still operating, 
you know, to enjoy life, to enjoy what's around them. So it's yeah. been really cool to have this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad we can talk about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Snaps. So you, uh, you cried during a show. Oh, here we go. I was really hoping, like, we, we passed that ship had sailed and we didn't have to bring it back up. I did cry during Hoarders. I'm I don't like, think Declan knows what Hoarders is. Hoarders! You don't know what Hoarders is? I know is? Hoarders. It's on TLC. Because I like TLC. Yeah, TLC's great. Like, yeah. And I'm, I like wonder if it's planned sometimes, but I don't know. But anyway, Hoarders is... It's definitely written. TLC has written content. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it does, it but I feel like there's... Real. It feels real. Yeah. There's a lot of... There's good emotions in it. I agree. Which is why Hoarders weighs so heavy on my heart. You know? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so, like, Hoarders, I guess... Can you, yeah, can you? Yeah, so it's a show on TLC, and it's like people who are living in their house, like typically by themselves. Sometimes they have a significant other, sometimes they have a family, but they like keep everything, like like right down. Like they don't even take their trash out. Like so, like their trash, like boxes, clothes, anything you can imagine, just builds up in their house, and it like typically gets to the point where there's it's like covering the floors, um, like to the ceiling, like just their entire house, every single room. But I, I got really upset during one of the episodes because I'm, like, a huge people person. Like, I will sit and talk to, and like, I want to know everyone's story. Like, I want to know, like, like what's your, what's your parents like? You know, like, what childhood memory, like, sticks out for you? Like, why, like I want to know why people are the way that they are. Yeah. Sounds so, like you'd be a good podcast host. And maybe. I don't know. So, I've never dabbled in that. But Something think about it. Anyways. Oh, I'm thinking about it. But, <laughs> but I'm... <laughs> And hoarders, it was like this lady like had you know like destroyed her house, but it was like her mentality was like everything meant something to her, and it just made me so sad. Like, and she was so sad because they were like, "You've destroyed your house, like we have to condemn it. Like we're throwing all your stuff away, like we're tearing down your house." And like, it was like gross. Obviously, like it was filled with you know things that were unlivable, but it was just heartbreaking to see like her reaction because it's like. She didn't mean to do that, but she lost everything, you know, I guess, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like what, I... What, what did she mean not to do here? She was collecting all the trash and then... But, like, that was, like... I mean, I don't understand the psychology of things. Like, I don't, I don't know why she was the way that she was, but it meant something to her, even if she didn't see, like, the... Yeah. Well, okay, so oh. what is, like, the... What is the uh, reason that hoarders do what they do? You know, they're... <laughs> I feel like I'm not like a psychologist. Like I'm like bringing down the show orders. You've seen it enough. No. You've oh, I have. I've, I've watched there. it. I, they all do it for like different reasons. Um, whether it's like, it's like things that they want to hold on to, or like, it. I mean, that's kind of actually what it boils down to the most is that they just don't want to throw things away. Like everything has like sentimental value to it. And, like, and they'll like you know warp their mind into making a reason why it is sentimental. Um, yeah, but I don't. I don't know. If so they just have they just, reasons they just why they like everything. to collect. Yeah. Oh, they love everything. Okay. But it's just, it's really, it, just, it was sad. And like, well, I get it, yeah. You if, know? You, if you hoard enough things to the point where your house is no longer livable, and then people have to tear it down because it's not livable. I think I need to boycott TLC. Because it's making me, it makes me so sad. Look, I know we're going to be, a, we're like trying to be a global brand and everything. Um, we can't but, go against TLC. Yeah, no, we're, I, we're, I, we're I didn't. Part of our, I don't oh, know if we can do that. No, no, I love. I, I didn't mean that like that. Oh, okay, okay. Like I'm well, so how did much. You mean it? I meant it like TLC like makes me feel emotions. Like I personally like. I think mm. I have to turn this off until like. You want to boycott a company that makes you feel emotions? <laughs> no. 
oh my god, wow. <laughs> Maybe I should pick my words better because this is this is going downhill. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, I okay. TLC's great. I love TLC. There we go. Okay. Great, great shows, great series. Well, what yeah. I really think we're we're unpacking here is uh, TLC is uncovering some things that you might be struggling with. Yeah. Are yeah. you are you already? This might be I, your Whoa. <laughs> I mean kinda, but like not to that extent, but like I do I am one of those people, like, I will hold on to, like, plane tickets, I'll hold on to concert tickets, I'll hold on to, I like, like concert tickets. Plane tickets, what's the deal? Oh, well, I don't know, I put them in my journal, usually. Okay. And I write about my trip, you know? Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. That's cool. They have, they have a home. Right, yeah, no, that's, that's Yeah, but I, I do feel like I do hold on to things, like, I don't know, everything has value. You have to hold on to the important things. But there's some things that just gotta go. Yes. Yeah. Don't when be afraid to let go of the yeah. unimportant. Right. But so much shit comes out It's all about determining what the uh, unimportant is. It is. Yeah. God, that's, hey, that's deep in many levels. Yeah. yeah. I was cleaning out my office the other day, and... Because um, he's done with it. Just... You're done at your job. Yeah. Public news. LinkedIn knows about it. Crazy. Crazy. Wrote a blog post. Yeah, mm. I wrote a blog post about it. Jeez. This is, is the life we live. The last like, dance. The last is it dance. Is like... A, Am I like congratulations? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you should be. I wasn't sure if this was like a COVID, like no, this isn't like. A... I'm like, I don't want to congratulate you because. No, 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 no. it's. Yeah, it's... yeah okay. Cool. Phenomenal question. Great. You should run a podcast if you're asking these types. Yeah, of... I'm, I'm really on the come up. Me. I think. No, I think you. Yeah, I think this is your awakening, more or less. Yeah, the awakening. <laughs> You gotta say it more confidently. You like, you oh, it's to... the awakening. We had a whole conversation about it on the way here. Perfect. Really? Oh yeah. Wait, up. enough about my shit. What do you mean? No, you. Well, okay. <laughs> you kind of fired it up. You started it earlier. Like you were one of the like ten people. Where the. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk yeah. about perfect time. Yeah. yeah. Great stuff. So, yeah, the caller daddy. I don't listen to caller daddy. Um, Either do I. I don't. But the only I, one I listened to was the Daddy Speaks episode. I have a lot of friends that listen to it and they've loved it, and I have a lot of friends that love Barstool, um, and I like. I think they're an interesting company for sure. Like they know how to play their marketing strategies and everything. Like they're brilliant, to say the least. But yeah, the whole Caller Daddy scandal happened, and then El Presidente, right? Is that mm-hmm. yeah? He posted that they were looking for female talent to join Barstool, and literally ten people, maybe more, maybe less. But yeah, people, a ton of people reached out to me and were like, this is your calling. And you were one of them, Declan, you were one of them. I know. 100%. That's a good, I mean, those 10 people had reason. So I'd like to ask, like, if you had to pitch, if you were to give, you know, like a 30, 60 second pitch. Oh, absolutely. I would call him right now and I'm like ready to talk on the phone. Like, I think that Barstool caters to like a very specific demographic, but I feel like they're kind of missing out on the college demographic almost. Um, which, no, don't get me wrong, they definitely target college kids, but they don't have any podcasts that are directly at college kids. Mm. Like, I feel like I could definitely bring, bring the heat of, like, what's actually happening. Like, I go to a Big Ten school, like, I am, like, very invested in the school. Like, I have a ton of, I don't want to, like, okay, I have a ton of friends. Like, I, <laughs> I'm not, like, in the, the, this, the back scenes of college. Like, I'd say I'm, like, at, like, a forefront. I'm a fighter. Like, I'm at the bar. Like, I, like, oh. see shit at college, you Front know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, like, have no problem calling people out. Like, I probably wouldn't, you know, use people's names, but, like, I would definitely, like, you know, it is what it is. But I think that I would be an excellent candidate to have a podcast about college life at a Big Ten school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I like that pitch. Yeah, I like that for pitch sure. 
I think it has wheels. I think that has wheels. Uh, I, think <laughs> I think we're clipping it up. Yeah, I think we're going to clip that and send it to All right, to auditions, auditions at, at Barstool At barstoolsports.com, right? Yeah, like I have to clip some of my Dave Ryan stuff, too, because I, I talk about campus life on there, too. But, yeah, I'm going to send it. I have nothing to lose. Right, right. Might as well. It makes, yeah. The numbers that they were throwing around don't shock me, but just reinforces, like, podcasting and having that brand. Yeah. Holy shit, there is hella money involved. Yeah. I mean, Most people that don't know, like these girls that call her daddy before everything kind of went up into into debate and things that just it just kind of blew up. Um, those girls were making each one of those girls was making half a million dollars. Yeah, that's nuts. The podcasting, the yeah. podcast alone would bring in one hundred thousand dollars minimum each episode they released. Yeah, that's crazy. Each episode, episode. Yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. That's bonkers. That's silly goose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. It, there it is. There it is. Yeah, uh, it is. And that's why we're podcasting. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's why we're podcasting, but, like, I don't know. If it, did you see anything, uh, like, I don't know how much you follow us. So it's not a big deal if you don't. But the uh, we we always have, like, we always do, like, comparisons. Like, okay, if a guy comes on, a girl comes on, like, downloads, clicks, right. this, that, and the other. And, like, we have this theory that just, like, chicks get clicks. Yeah. Straight up. No, that's true. 100%. 100%. Always how it's been. It, well, again, it like depends on the, the the demographic you're targeting because like with working with YouTube and TikTok boys, girls aren't like you know teenage mm-hmm. like that demographic. Yeah, yeah. Girls aren't getting clicks. It's like all about like the unfortunately the like really? the teenage boys. Yeah. In really. Yeah, I mean like that specific like I'm talking like young like Justin Bieber like you know when we were growing up sure, like the Justin Bieber sure. Jonas Brothers. We they, the kids they, these days don't have that like they don't have like that that boy band like you know. Person, Messiah. Right, like everything that, mm-hmm. like when we were kids that we looked up to is like now YouTube and TikTok. So that demographic is definitely boys. But like I think as you get older, it's chicks get clicks. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's weird because Andrew and I kind of experienced two of the same. Like TikTok already has like a million, again, back to TikTok. But we're like t- TikTok has way more female followers, but like our. Mm-hmm. Our demographic on TikTok is like 75% female. Well, yeah, that totally makes sense. And then Definitely. like. For the most part, our demographic is like pretty much 50 50. Um, on Instagram, on Instagram. probably weighs a little bit more male. Yeah, a little more male, probably like 56%, but not much. And uh, it's just crazy. Like, get a get a guy on who's got a cool story right? on this podcast, you know. Yeah, but you see I, the numbers, it's whatever. You right. get on, like, the one I post on our Instagram story, Claire Cott, Gabby Thomas, sitting here for three hours, 40 minutes. Talk about, you know, whatever, right? right. And uh, the clicks were ridiculous, like seven, 70 times more than what we normally get. I believe like, it, yeah. It's just crazy, like, how that, that, not only, like, I mean, that's just a concept that, like, we're just obviously tripling down on or just recognizing and saying, oh, this is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then looking at, like, Caller Daddy, where, like, I went, so I listened to that Daddy Speaks podcast of, uh, El Perez going through uh, the whole story with them, and then I went back and listened to an older podcast, uh-huh. and I was like, "What are these girls talking? Like, who, who is li- <laughs> I?" In look, hey, they, the, hey. the thing that they are doing that no one else is doing is they're talking about the hard shit and the weird relationship stuff yeah. that 
no one else is really willing to publicize, and they were the ones. To, Someone's got to talk it. about it. Someone's got to. Someone's got to do it, and, and the, it's what people are wanting to know and like wanting to talk about. But like, yes, there's a very fine line. Like people aren't going to do it. Yes. So like, hell yeah to them. They jumped in and they did it. Like, right? Yeah. Not only that, it. and then capitalized on the fact that chicks get clicks, and then oh yeah, voila, you got half a million dollars. I like don't even listen to them, and I still bought, bought their merch. Right. That's how like, like Daddy Gang. Yeah. Like. like People I had never that. listened to a Call Her Daddy podcast, but they had, like, this really cool, cute, cute, cool hoodie, and it said, I'm unwell, and I feel like that's, like, me, like, I'm unwell, like, mm. I'm just, like, always a mess, but I saw it, and I'm like, I'm gonna buy it, but, like, I never listened to the podcast, but, like, send it to their merch fund, I guess, like, things like that. Yeah, yeah. no, that's you go on absolutely to, You go on to the store.barstool.com, and the first thing that comes up every time is... Call your call daddy merch. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. If you walk on the U campus, there's like you can see probably like ten girls on one walk to class wearing call your daddy merch. Yeah, right. So yeah. you think that that Barstool does not have a college demographic? No, I do or think that they I don't think have they, a college demographic for a voice. podcast or a voice. I think they need a bigger voice. Like they have Barstool and like Bart like the Instagram posts, like everybody re- like reshares it, and then they have like each individual campus has like. Barstool Gophers. Right, yeah. yeah, but I feel like if there's a podcast that, like, specifically catered to college kids, I mean, they have Call Her Daddy that, like, you know, attracts, like, college girls, and then they have, like, Spit and Chicklets that's, like, hockey, right? Yeah. 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 And then they have, they just have, like, Part certain of my things. take is sports and this, yeah. Right, so, like, let's just go all in and let's make a podcast that's, like, college for guys and girls, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Like, no, Call Her Daddy, I feel like, catered more to, like, women. Oh, yes. But Barstool has a huge college audience that pays attention to them, so, like, let's dive deeper into it. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. What would you, like... Because I'm I'm thinking about, like, the female voices on Barstool, Mm -hmm. and they're not college age. Or they're definitely, like, they're removed from the college perspective. Right, and I'm seven years deep. Well, you're right, yeah, (laughs) seven years deep. But even, like, I mean, as someone who is, like, okay, like... Let's say Sid is the one that we want to have as part of our school. Like, you're 23 right now, and if you started tomorrow, you'd be 23. Yeah. Kind of still going through college, but then you'd have a, basically a whole year to yeah. be in college, and then I would say another three, four years on top of that to mm-hmm. basically feed that, be more smart about it, but more, more so feed that demographic and accomplish exactly what you're talking about. Like, if you're bar school, you hire that. If and you want that college voice, you hire the person who is the junior senior type person, Definitely. so that you can. And like, what an awesome opportunity that'd be for you to like obviously build everything out. But yeah, yeah, I just see in general like I just think that your age specifically speaks volumes for what you're trying to. Accomplish. Absolutely, like I'm like I guess like on the front lines of college, and I'm going to be there for the next like year. Right. Maybe more. You know, with the way things go for me, but well, yeah, definitely a year. But yeah, that's a that's a lot of podcasts. That's a lot of content. That's a lot of chaos to come out of the U of M. Mm-hmm. You know, and I guess like I could definitely have guests like that go to other schools because I'm super curious what goes on at other schools if everything's just as messy as the Golden Gophers. But yeah, a lot of opportunity in that. Well, that's the other thing too. So I wonder if the auditions that he's getting are people that want to run their own single singular podcast and they bring on guests or is yeah. it more like call a daddy call her daddy vibes? Well I think they said like that they weren't to... looking to like replace no, I know that, right? yeah, is that what it said? Yeah. yeah like, sure. but, but I'm saying more from the standpoint of like, oh, they might be just wanting to um, 
they might just be more so wanting to find someone who just wants to be the face of the podcast rather than like something that is you're the interviewer and there's guests or whatever. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So are you willing to step up? Heck yeah, I'll talk to anyone about anything. There and you go. I'll talk about anything. So Whoa. yeah, it is what it is. Like whatever they want, we can like piggyback shoot ideas off each other. I don't know if Barcelona's like really ready to give me that much authority. But, oh, they're ready. But I have a lot of things to say and I have a lot of ideas. So you're bringing the heat. You're bringing yeah, the fire. Exactly. And that's what they need. But with that, I gotta ask the next question that yeah. I always ask every guest: um, What's in your back pocket when pressure becomes stress and anxieties arise, and what do you have sitting in your back pocket to overcome these situations? Yeah, you know, I think my life has never gone as planned. You know, I come up with stuff in my head all the time. Like, you know, going to college was a perfect example of that. Like, I had this whole idea in my head of what I thought I wanted my life to be, but. I have so much so gone with the flow of everything that I think in my back pocket, it's like, I am so used to just doing things as is that I don't let things go to my head. So I just kind of take things every day, you know, one day at a time and just know that it's going to work out in the end, like regardless of what I thought. So I think my, my strongest attribute is like, it is what it is. Like, I just, I take things as they come, I take it day by day, and I know in the end, like, it's going to be how it's supposed to be, even if it's not what I pictured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say it like that, but that's, you know, that's like what I was getting at. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that. It's, I think that's, uh, like, a supreme confidence, right? Like, there's, a, there's an aspect to, like, knowing that it's going to be okay and believing that, right? And yeah. And acting from that belief. Because um, I think it just a lot of people get freaked out, you know. Yeah, no, it's super easy to, like, look, like, you know, you know, being in college and you can compare your story to everyone else around you, like, you know, so-and-so, like, got this internship or this job or, like, this opportunity and, you know, I'm, you know, moved back in with my parents or, like, I'm still job searching and you can't compare your story to everyone else's because, you know, we're all, we're all moving, we're all growing, we're all doing our thing, but everybody will come to the point they need to be at when the time is right for them to get to that point. Don't don't ever judge where you're at negatively to the sense of, like, right. I'm, I'm wrong for my history that's put me here. Yeah, and I'm super guilty of that. Like, I think about that sometimes, too. Like, if I would have gone to college right away, would I be, like, at a successful, you know, well-paying job right now? Would I have a financial, like, a stable financial income, you know? Like, there's so many what-ifs, but, like... If I hadn't taken the risks or done the things I've done, I wouldn't have learned or, like, been the person that I am. So, right. it's, like, it's scary because I, I like, <laughs> seven years in college, like, I don't know when this is going to end. Like, I don't know when I'm going to be ready to get that job or, like, who's going to hire me. But if I keep thinking about that, I'm going to stress myself out even more. And then, I again, I'm going to miss out, like, what is literally in front of my face. So, I try not to think about the future too much because I know it's going to play out, like, how it should. Mm-hmm. So. I'm, like, confident in that. How it should, which is how you want it to play out. No, well, I I wouldn't say how I want it to play out, but, like, mm. I would love it. I make up things in my head all the time, like, right. and I'd love for it to play out like that, but, like, if it doesn't play out like that, so be it. Like, it played out the way that's going to, like, help me learn and help me grow, and i got to take it and run with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's that's exactly how you should look at it. I, yeah. I love that. All right. I'm all in, dude. I, I think that is <laughs> absolutely phenomenal. You grand slam that answer. One of our best this year, I think. I think it's awesome, too. Like, the the end result 
typically is better when you are yourself, when you are trying to, you know, be you to the ultimate degree. Right. And those are the situations where you're like, all right, even if this does suck, or even if I did kind of screw up, I tried my best to, you know, just be the, be who I am. And like, right. the people around me will get it. And, the, and as you move forward, you're going to learn like, all right, this is how I should have done a little bit differently. And I don't know. I just, I love that answer. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of what back pocket has always, you know, been rooted in is, you know, kind of being ourselves and whatever is perceived from that is the brand. Right. And we've done that by having all these killer guests such as yourself come on our show and share their stories. And they challenge us every single time. Each time they come on, they share these cool stories that were like, holy fuck. Like this in the Twin Cities, yeah. someone such as Sydney Monroe is 23 years old and she's doing all this baller stuff and we get to have that conversation. So I want to ask you, Sydney, like, who else do you think would be great for the podcast? Who else do you think should come on the back pocket? Oh my gosh. There are so many people. I'm, like I said, I'm a huge people person and I would love to talk to anyone about anything and I want to know their story, like, right down from the time they were born until now. Mm-hmm. I, like, can't think of anyone specific, but, like, like literally just grabbing a random person off the street. Have you ever done that before? We've done it at the Minnesota Auto Show. <laughs> really? Yeah. We, there's, we, I mean, there's a ton of people there, and everyone yeah. has something to offer. For yeah, sure. Seriously. I, like, listened to this podcast for a while, and I can't think of the name, but it was, like, a guy who quit his job and um, became, like, an Uber driver or Lyft driver, um, and he would, like you know, pick up people in this car, and he'd ask them questions, like, he'd obviously, like, give them a warning, like, you're on a podcast, like, but the stories people had, and, like, the things that people had to offer was insane. I wish I remembered the name, because it was, it was so good, and my mom and I listened to it, and it was kind of life-changing, but I would challenge you guys to just, like, find, like, the most random people, like, Target, <laughs> Trader Joe's, like, the grocery store, like, mm-hmm. because it's, like, the people you least expect, and, like, I feel like people who, like, have, like, a platform definitely have things to offer. Like, obviously, everyone has something to offer, but I feel like there's, like, the hidden gems of, like, people who you just wouldn't think of or, like, you'd pass yeah. up, you know? No, I, I, that's kind of the whole thing of our, like, the premise of our podcast is, like, like, ordinary average people, but they're doing the extraordinary. Right. And the caveat is that's everybody. Like, everybody has something that's in their back pocket, their life experiences that make them truly who they are. And like, we're the ones trying to share that. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Ultimately. And there, it, we, we run into that time and time again, where, you know, Cindy Monroe to your, your group of friends or whoever, like everyone's like, Oh, I'm so stoked to listen to her. But then we also have this group of people that have listened to us for three years now yeah. that are like, Oh wait, who is this one? Not who's Sydney now, you know? Right. Um, so it's cool to be able to like unpack that, but it's it's interesting how like rewarding those those conversations are when you look at it at the scope of like oh I get to I get to tell someone who tell someone else who doesn't know who you are who you really are. Yeah, I feel like my best conversations and like the things I've learned most from life has been from people I least expect, um, and I feel like every like, I guess, like, divine appointment I've had, like, run-ins and conversations with people have, like, I carry that stuff with me. Like, I remember what people said, and, like, I remember how people acted and people treated me, and, like, yeah, those are the people I, like, I keep in my back pocket. Yeah. We had a, we had a, we had a good buddy. Yeah. That was a good one. I'm like, oh, pat on my back. Like, that was good. Yeah. Very good. (laughs) 
snaps again. <laughs> cannot iterate it enough. But uh, we had a we had a buddy one time text us. He was you know for, he was at the bars. You know, R.I.P. R.I.P. He's, he's like guys. I know I'm hammered, it's 3 a.m., but I need to put you in a group chat to tell you how inspired I was by this homeless man that was outside Cowboy Jacks. You need to have him on your podcast. That's <laughs> such a good call. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what's his name? Go find him, yeah. And I, no, I'm sure he was serious, yeah. And he just, like, told yeah. this. He's like, dude, I got it. Like, it was, he, it's, what he made it sound like, it was just exactly what he needed, and it was just very inspiring whatever but it it still comes back to that same point 100 percent. i am super convinced that you don't meet people by accident which is a very cliche statement like you meet everyone for a reason but like i truly do feel like everyone that crosses your path was meant to teach you one thing or the other like even if it was something small or even if it was like a seed that was planted and you remember that conversation you had with someone like five years down the road like there's there's just nothing that happens on accident I don't know. No, I, I mean, I'll tell a story that backs that up entirely, which was kind of with us, which is so fun, so funny. I know exactly what's coming. Here we go. Just get it over with. Yeah, no. Well, so the only reason, not the only reason, the only reason I was reminded that you, that uh, you were, that I was like, oh, I need to have Sydney on the podcast was when you matched with me on him. I knew that was coming. Oh my god. It's true. Like, I knew who you were, so of course I was going to like your answer. Like, I was going to leave you in the dust. Right. Like, yeah. So, it was so funny because, like, I'll never go to Hinge Day in my entire life. And the only reason I have a Hinge is because we're starting a podcast called We Met on a Podcast. And I want to know if people are interested in going on a first date or on a date with a podcast environment. Wait, that's so cool. Yeah, so like we would be doing this right now, but it would be at a restaurant with beers, and right. we would be recording it, and yeah. then basically putting out a podcast with a with like a totally separate host. And we have a we have a girl also named Sydney who would host the podcast. Whatever that's right. that is why I'm on Hinge. It's literally why I I'm on Hinge to try and see if other girls are interested in going on a podcast date. Essentially, that's cool. And. Nonetheless, I'm, you know, you get all these likes and all this stuff, sick brag on my end, but of course, yeah. of course, Cindy Monroe likes you on Hinge. You're and welcome. Like, and I'm like, I know Cindy, like we've been DMing for fucking a whole year yeah. from Piff and Sam Schooneman and XYZ people who you've just been loosely following us for probably a year. Yeah, oh, about a year, yeah. I would say that's fair. And I've always, like, wanted to get you on the podcast, but I've never, like, uh, I, I never, you were never at the top of my list, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, that's okay. And that's I not, understand. And that's <laughs> not, and it's my fault, not yours. Um, but it wasn't until you matched on Hinge, and I was like, this is the first person who's, like, purposely matched with me on Hinge just because, like, I feel like you already knew who I was. Yeah, exactly. I could, I literally, if I see somebody I know on Hinge, I'm gonna like their answer and, like, probably be, like, a little sarcastic, like... Right. Yeah, no. What the fuck you doing on here? <laughs> For sure, I was, I was not gonna leave you in the dust. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's really funny because that's a product of what this new past hour and a half, two hours of that is yeah. because... <laughs> Because of Hinge. Because of Hinge, too. Great place. Classic. Hinge. A full circle moment. Full it really circle, is. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. So, is my Hinge profile, like, up to snuff? Like, is it is it you know, good? I, or you're like, Jesus Christ, you're really catfishing. Like, <laughs> no, I didn't think that. I, I don't even remember what was on it. 
No, it doesn't mean it wasn't memorable, but like I already knew you, so like I wasn't like really like looking at your answers or like diving, you know, deep into it. Sure. Like I just saw your face and your name and I was like, like, like I already know this person. Right, yeah. I was in your Rolodex, dude. Perfect. It's a branding play. It's a huge branding play. Hey, I'm here for it. Classic, I had to bring that up, dude, because how serendipitous. Look at us. Really painful circle. God yeah, damn it. For sure. Uh, well, beautiful. So, yeah, it sounds like you like challenged us to get like a homeless person on the podcast or someone like just someone super random. Yeah. Trying to or find even like someone that you like meet, you know, passing like walking their dog if you're out for a job. Yeah. Like our if freaking. You, uh, if you feel like that pulled of someone, go talk to them. Go grab your neighbor. All right. Yeah. All right. Everyone has something to contribute. Challenge accepted. Everything. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm ready. I'm, I'll be waiting. Mm-hmm. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Easy. <laughs> we needed that. Easy. No, we needed that. Easy. Uh, Marcus, I, I looped you in earlier, but are we still streaming? Are we still live? We are still live. How, how are the chats? Anybody in the chats? They're dead. Fuck. Yeah. That's okay. Damn. That's okay. There's always next time, too. GG's in the chat. GG's in the chats. Well, I didn't get any GG's or F's, so, like, I I am okay. I would say you shouldn't feel bad about it. I no. It's still yeah, all... I'm, I'm honored. Okay. As long cool. as I didn't get an F, right? That's... Bad. Right, right. Bad. Yeah. Bad. Switzerland. We're very Switzerland in the in the Twitch chats right now. Perfect. Okay. So everything's been going good though. Everything, as far as I know, has been going okay. pretty well. Sweet. Are we? Do we have any viewers on Twitch? I have to ask. You have to go to the Twitch <laughs> page oh, to know. I got. I'm, I'm, I'm so curious because we guess is two. If we have two, I'd be shocked to be honest. Seriously, I mean, like we were streaming yeah. video games live and had like at the most six. Right now we got zero. Yeah, we've been. Fuck. Ah. Yeah, that's all right. Ah. We've, been, we've been better. Tough we take our talents. Yeah, you know. It's all right. Maybe we go back to our roots. Yeah, YouTube. I don't know. I've been. We've been testing everything. We've been yeah. live hey. on Facebook, live on Instagram. Well, always live. Sorry, live on YouTube, live on Facebook, live on Twitch now. You're always live on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok. Perfect. And those usually do great. Yeah. I'm sure my mom is like the only. She's like, she's been queued up the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I think she's on TikTok now. Yeah, she's actually. Is she? I believe it. Maybe a one on TikTok. But anyways, Marcus, any questions? I mean, how long have we been going for right now? We've been going for about an hour 50. 50, perfect. Oh, I thought this was like an hour. Wow, we just really went for it. That's yeah. Yeah. clicking on all cylinders. Yeah. yeah. No questions, Marcus? No question on my end. Okay. Good. All right. That brings us to our final question. Yes. Yeah. What did you learn today from the time you woke up to the time we're recording right now? From the time I woke up to the time of recording. You know, I think it's, again, the same thing I've been learning every day. It's like, you know, this pandemic and quarantine and not being in a routine and not doing the usual. It's getting up and... I, we woke up this morning and had no plans and nothing to do, and we found plans, we found friends, and we made it happen. I had a great day. I spent the day in the sun, and I made good memories and had good conversations, so I can't ask for anything more than, more than that. Like, it's not my average day, but I'm making the most of it. Amen. Yeah. Live in the moment. Cherish what's in front of yeah, you. Yeah, be where your feet are. Be where your feet are. Yeah. I actually really like that quote. Yeah. I might tattoo that on my feet. Do it. <laughs> okay, when the tattoo shops open up, remind me. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Do you like foot tattoos? Like, in my mind, I, I don't know if I ever... I have actually, one. You do already? I do have one. Was well, it super, like, painful? No, I, it was my first tattoo. I didn't really feel it. But okay. I think it's just because I have, like, a really low pain tolerance, except when it comes to tattoos. Interesting. Well, yeah. I don't know if I fully understand that one. Because I, like, know what the end product's going to be. I'm like, this is going to look sweet, so... So you're like, oh, paint's worth I'm it. Just, like, I'm not going to worry about let it, it. Let it be 
Let it be as it is. How many tattoos do you have right now? I have nine. Nine? Yes. Wow. I have a few on my arms. I have one on my foot. I have one on my collarbone. And I have one on my lip. <laughs> That's lit. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's your what favorite? Lip? Yeah, what's your lip tattoo? Um, so when I lived in Thailand. Do we you were, still have it? I do. And here it is in all its glory. It looks good as new. Yeah. It says dope. It says dope. Dope. Okay, but <laughs> it's not it? like, it's not like I... Like essentially planned for it when we were in Thailand. We had a few free days um, when we were bored, and we were like, "Yo, what can we do today?" Um, and so we were like, "Let's go get tattoos, but like, let's put a twist on it." So we put like words in a hat. Everybody put a word in, and we just picked out of a hat, and we just tattooed it on our lip as it came. But my mom was literally ready to kill me. Like she was ready to fly to Thailand and just absolutely beat my ass because in Thailand there's like not really like rules like they have, you know, in America. So we're, like, literally on the side of the road at this, like, tattoo joint. joint. A joint, yeah. A joint is a great word for it. And the guy, like, was, like, <laughs> he was, like, you can each do individual tattoos for $8. Like, you know, new needle, like, we'll do this. Or he was, like, you share the needle, it'll be $2 each. And so we kind of looked at each other, like, <laughs> two bucks. We're, like, $2? <laughs> like, yeah. that's a save. That's a steal. All right. And I'm, I'm brilliant. I was like, yep, I'm going first. So I went first. And I, I thought it through. Like, I, I did Google it. I'm like, okay, so I'm getting the first needle. A lip tattoo only stays in your mouth for six to ten months. Like, you know, this is one and done. So I, I did it, got the tattoo, went first. But it, I'm on year four and it hasn't faded in the slightest. Yeah, when you showed us, I was like, that is a very clear. It is. It, it says dope. I, like, I very clear. I look at it every day. Every time I go to the dentist, they're like, are you stupid? No way. Yeah. What the, okay. Because you go to the uh, what is it? twice a year. Yeah. And they're every, every time they're like, "This has got to be a joke." It's the point no, they're they gotta be like, "Still dope." Yeah. They're like, yeah, no, they, that's dope. they are not amused by it at all ever. Really? I wish they were. I mean, yeah. they get like a good laugh out of it, but like everybody knows the backstory. So like, really, like, kind of like you're a dumbass. Yeah. yeah. But it's like part of me now. Great it's story. not like a it's not like a dental hygiene issue. And not anymore. It probably was in the moment. Yeah, but yeah, but like it's it's indented or in, yeah, it's, yeah, it's in my lip. So it's in I, your lip. Yeah. Wait, so why would they give you shit about yeah. that though? Well, probably because of the way it came about it. But like also when they pulled out my mouth to clean my teeth and they're right. just what a surprise. Right? Yeah, they're just like, blasted with the word dope. Like and that can go both ways. Like dope as in cool or like dope as in am I a pothead? You know, right. which I'm not to clarify. Yeah. But okay, all right. It could be misconstrued. It, it could be misconstrued. Yeah. It works. Yeah. That was sick. <laughs> I think uh, this begs a question. Yeah. What would the word be on our lip if you were to pick one? Yeah, let's hear it. Damn. Good question, dude. Um, First thing that comes to mind is like, just like waves. The word, the, waves. the five letter word waves. And elaborate? Waves? Because like, like, you know, when I probably got it, I was on like, I was riding a high wave. Right. Like, this is fucking sick. And yeah. Like, all waves come to a crack. I think it would be, Fair. for you, Andrew, specifically, I think it would be BU. BU, that's also five letters. Yeah. I think that's six. Or yeah. you just do BU. BU. Three. Yeah. Two letters. Two letters. Two letters. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, you could do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, dang. I didn't even think about that. Okay. I like that most. Yeah. Thank okay. God. Thank yeah. God I'm here. Right. I don't know what word I would do, dude. I, I don't have any good ones. I don't have any... Goof. Goof, yeah. Goof. <laughs> I feel you like do. it should be like a question. Like, why? Why? <laughs> That's fair. Just pulling up, like, why? Yeah. Why? Well, I'm, I'm also thinking of my target audience, which is clearly my dental hygienist. Like, 
like what if yeah. if they I mean dope is phenomenal <laughs> but like any dental hygienist like wow holy cow I mean I guess I got lucky because other people were getting like someone had fruit um, oh. someone had like Gucci like oh tough, that's a tough, tough, look. tough look like imagine tough. playing on your living it says Gucci like you're that person at that point like yeah. And you're like 65 and your lip cell says Gucci. Right. I would say Tough average. Look. Average would be a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, it's on brand. I could play that. I want to play off brand and you know. So can I switch I, up my answer? Like, so yeah. I can challenge you like to like get a tattoo out of harness on the podcast and like tattoo Right. Lips. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. the only tattoo, <laughs> like when I was in Thailand, everyone was, everyone had a tattoo guy and they're all scheduling when they were going to this very specific tattoo guy in Thailand. And everyone's like, Dang, when you get a tattoo, Dang, well, I'm like, I don't need a tattoo. But the tattoos are cheap there, like $2 they're in your incredibly pocket. cheap, yeah. and they're like good tattoos, mm-hmm. I guess. This is what I've been told, and I didn't want one at all. But then I was like, you know what, fuck it, like, if I'm going to get a tattoo, I'm not doing it on this trip, but I will get a tattoo, like, on my ass of the back pocket logo. Oh, and that would be oh, the yeah. only tattoo I'll ever actually get. Did you do it? No, I haven't done it yet, because... We haven't really, Andrew and I haven't really talked about when we would set the landmarker to actually accomplish this, but like, 100% gonna do Keep that. Keep me updated. I well, do come on. See, quarantine's got people like ready to go. Crazy. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Do it when the tattoo shop's open. Right. No, well, and I don't know if that's when the time is right for me. You know, uh, I'm yeah, kind okay, of fair, on this personal fair. journey on when I should get a tattoo on my ass. Okay, fair. Yeah, whenever, whenever it feels right for you, just go for it. Amen to that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But, I don't know, that hell of a podcast like yeah. you crushed it it's, i always ask if this is like radio and if you should start a podcast but you know yeah. i think if, if there's any inkling it's either you are going to barstool or you might start your own thing now. yeah i guess we'll see time will tell time will tell yeah. time will tell but thank you so much for coming yeah thank you for having me it's ton of fun that's a wrap